three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. to the nerd experience uh, this will be session three of our enter-in campaign uh, some exciting news is we do have some new announcements uh, Casey we do have we're streaming on Twitch now and YouTube and we're also on Spotify to listen and then we do have a new Instagram which is at the nerd experience so we have lots of fun stuff coming there so make sure you follow and subscribe to our other channels um, and just so you guys don't have to wait really long, uh, we're going to have just a quick recap of what happened in the last session, and then we'll get into it, because that's what everyone's here for. Uh, Drake. Drake's Journal. Our party finally set out on the task given to us by the Nighthawk, an agent of the group known as Hive. We met our contact in Honey Hollow, a dwarf smithy named Barry, and a stand-up guy. After gathering our supplies and a couple of indiscretions from my brother and Kevworth, we set out on the secret path to the Fingerlands. Orin and I were in awe of the, the wildlife and flora around us, them being different than what's in and around Quaimimbalar, and nearly forgot that a rose, for all its beauty, still has thorns. The first instance of this came when we had to cross a piranha-infested river. Due to the quick thinking of Remington and Barry, we managed to come out of that encounter relatively unscathed. Next, we were beset upon by a pack of panthers while trekking through the jungle. This was troublesome since they are normally solitary predators. Orin, always thinking bless him, came up with a plan quick that gave us all a brief reprieve. Exhaustion and weariness setting in, we hauled ass to a nearby cemetery to get some solid walls around us for our camp against the wishes of Barry. Upon nearing the church in the center, the party was ambushed by waves of the waking dead. Barricading ourselves inside, a few of us managed to get some recovery time in before we are yet again attacked, this time by some form of undead behemoth and the apparent cause for the dead rising outside. Yet again, I was in awe by the metal of our companions. We steeled ourselves and took down the monster with teamwork stopping the undead horde in the process. Now, having finished our rest, we set out on perhaps the most dangerous part of the journey, making it through the Fingerlands, unharassed, posing as slaves and slavers. Perfect. Um, so the, the scene that we have is you, uh, at the end of last session, you had been able to vanquish some undead. It was a mixture of almost like a, an undead four-armed ape, and you took night's rest for those who didn't get it before. So I had a long rest. Uh, you did get one long rest, yes. Uh, so I think a couple of you have still one point of exhaustion at that point. Other ones, somebody had two. I know Barry had two, and I think Orin had two because of uh, his uh, staying up to do disguise self. That's right. what it was. Um, you, you awake to the sound of the, the forest and it's quiet, but 
much p more peaceful than the sounds you had heard the evening before. You had experienced scratching and gnawing, um, timbers cracking and creaking from the undead horde trying to break into the, the, the broken down chapel. Um, instead, you have the quiet forest and jungle around you. Um, something you notice is that um, one of your companions is missing when you awake, um, Remington. Um, and behind is um, tucked, or actually, uh, when you guys wake up, go ahead and give a perception roll, the two of you. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, so, both of you would notice then that uh, Kevward, who's still asleep and snoring, um, who had stayed up actually to protect everyone at first, uh, is finishing his sleep and tucked in, into his arm is a is a letter. Um, and also, you see the two pieces of bracken that you had found, the little thin bars, um, also sitting uh, are missing. You had left them kind of with everything else when you went back to sleep. And you, you see they're gone. Dang, you can use that as a firing tool. <laughs> um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go wake Kevward up. Okay. Kevward, wake up, lad. Ugh. What's, what's this letter here tucked under your arm? What? Um, and this is a player character, so I have to just roleplay it. Um, no coughing this time. Uh, so he, he, you see him kind of fumble with it and his large goliath hands pick it up and he it's already un undone the wax seal is broken already on it and he opens it and you see him read through he says these are the orders that were given to to remington Re where's remington and you see him frantically looking about uh let's see i'll go frantically look around with him too do we see any sign of where he went or if anything happened is Barry gone as well uh, Barry is actually still there okay. um, but yeah uh, you can give an inves investigation roll if you'd like All right. well, that's good that's uh, 22 22 okay uh, you notice there are some tracks but it's very hard to discern because Recall there were roughly 50 or so undead that had kind of been milling about and their bodies are still laying about and that you've noticed they've even withered even more. You remember they started to wither really mm -hmm. quick. Um, they've already decomposed even more quite rapidly. Um, but you notice like the grass that it, that it was very tall is roughly about three, four feet because this is very overgrown. Um, high grass as well as some jungle green um, plants. Uh, or have already begun to start standing back up as the sun has been rising. Um, they had only been kind of trampled down lightly, almost as if when you walk on grass, um, similar fashion. Uh, and you actually see coming out of the grass, uh, you see the grass kind of parting. Um, you can't see anybody walking, but you see the tip of a spear just bobbing, um, coming towards your camp or, or the chapel. Oh. oh, who goes there? Yeah, these are you guys. <laughs> I am Arlo Lightbraid, or Sergeant Arlo Lightbraid, and this is my officer. Funkin Nasdaq. That's quite an interesting name. Uh, so looking at, at Orin, you see um, uh, a elf uh, 
he's young. Uh, he's about five feet three inches tall. He has long blonde hair. Uh, he's wearing a large gray robe over sort of a, a, a teal tunic uh, with a sash about the waist, and he's carrying a, a white staff with uh, kind of gnarled branches at the top of it. Um, what am I looking at? <laughs> yep. Um, so I am a halfling with a, and that was the spear that you saw. I have a long spear with an arrow type head with a tattered um, ribbon type cloth at the tied at the end of it. Um, I have long auburn bra uh, red hair that is into braids, but I have a streak of golden blonde through one side. Um, and then I have um, through the wars and things that I've been through, I have uh, a big, I have bright blue eyes, but one side is kind of bashed in and it's darker. Um, so that is. <clears throat> As for me, I am a gnome, not a garden gnome, but a gnome. We've established. Yes. <laughs> uh, with a sickle that I carry around as well, and a sheep. Um, I am very small, but mighty, and I really enjoy my time with animals. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to describe myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure. <laughs> what do you look like? Or, excuse me. Um, let's see. I have blue eyes and red hair. And, um... I have a big scar on my arm from when I was attacked by a wild beast. That's it. Um, uh, brother, I, I, I heard voices. What What's going on? Uh, well, these folk have just uh, come walking up out of the wood. Um, uh, as you can see around us, and I gesture to the numerous uh, remains of undead beings, uh, this is sort of a dangerous area. Are the two of you well? We are. Um, he, uh, Fonk in here sent something, and we decided to come and see what the trouble was. Uh, and it looks like there was some trouble here. Well, you've, you've, you've missed the action, though. I, I don't, don't think that you should be disappointed at having done so. Um, this is my brother Drake. Uh, my name is Orin. Uh, we are traveling from the elven stronghold of Quaminbala. some danger. What, uh, do the two of you live here? We do not, no. No. And how did you come to be here? I followed her. Oh, uh, so you two are together? Just uh, uh, partners? I was gonna say, I'm a sergeant in the Balancor clan. Oh, so oh. do you know our, our we just, uh, travel mates? Kevlin, come out here! Ah, oh, okay. Uh, give me a minute. You see him. You hear him messing with a belt and buckle, and, and he walks out. I think he's bare chest. I don't remember, but uh, you see a large, uh, kind of gray-skinned uh, giant or half-giant Goliath uh, walks out, and uh, he looks at you. Um, what's his passive perception? The Kevlord. Uh, sure. He notices the amulet hanging about your chest, and he goes, "Oh, are you guys part of the Balancor clan too?" We are, yes. Ah, um, have you seen my commanding officer, uh, Remington? Are you familiar with him? We haven't seen anybody about. What are you doing here? Uh, well, I'm just s supposed to be helping Remington on, well, here. And he hands the letter over to you. Um, 
Because you're a ranking officer. Uh, do you read it or do you just tuck it away? I'll read it. Okay, out loud or to yourself? I'll read it to myself. Okay. Uh, basically, you... So you guys don't know the same character yet. Uh, it you're most... You, oh, I, I can read it out loud? No, 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 you don't have to. I wasn't saying you needed to. Um, <laughs> so the, the letter reads... By the orders of the voice, High Chancellor Barrett Veltrum, you are ordered to abandon your post at Hawk's Landing and take your leave and make your way to the Fentigian Federation. What? You are to cross their borders. Once there, you are to investigate and search out any clues, proof, or information regarding the trafficking and enslavement of any of the Sare class. With that information, you are to return with proof. Signed, Commander, oh no, uh, I didn't put it. Uh, Seth, Commander Seth. So where's the sergeant that was here with you guys that were that was given these orders I, I don't know we were fighting off these undead and um, he's not you mean he's nowhere to be found we were searching for him when the two of you stumbled upon us well do you guys need some help looking for him um, could we have you any woodcraft Are you able to track in woods? Let me check. So that oh, that, that would be um, in the game that's usually represented by your survival skill. Oh. So you can check your ability scores mm -hmm. and see if you're good at that, or if you have a good wisdom score, then... Um, Scroll down to survival. It'll be ABC order oh. on D and D Beyond. Oh yeah, mine's really good. What's zero? It? Plus zero. Yeah. yeah. So you're not proficient in it. That means uh, you can't really. You can attempt it, but <clears throat> yeah, I'm a plus two. So uh, you can respond with your answer now. He asked if you have any skills in woodcraft. Not particularly, but no. Uh, if you give aid. Well, do. Think we should be concerned about uh, Remington. I mean, I've been with him for a little while. Uh, he, he seems to. I mean, he does what he wants. Uh, I imagine if he left the orders with me, he intended me for to continue on. He must have had a reason. And you said the Bracken's missing too. Apparently so. Hmm. It's, uh, it was um, amongst uh, my my things here. Hmm. Um, didn't he say that was dwarven made metal? I believe he's so. a dwarf, I think. Yeah. Honestly, I, I don't know him well enough to to you know, disobey orders. And if he left the orders for me, I'm gonna have to continue on with him. I guess you're my new commanding officer. Um, sorry, what was your name again? Arlo Lightbrave. Arlo Lightbrave. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Sergeant Lightbrave. Um, 
if I can, I guess, just let me know what I can do. I'll just try and protect you in the meantime. Are you guys good to still go follow through? Well, uh, I can't see that we have much choice, and uh, Remington is certainly equipped to survive on his own if anyone is. And you do notice one of the horses is missing. Uh, one of the, the other horse that uh, Barry had loaned to those two, uh, Kevward and uh, Remington, that one that the survived. One that didn't manage to kill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the one that didn't get destroyed by piranhas, um, and so he that horse is missing as well. Um, you see now ex exiting out of the the chapel. You see Barry uh, stumbling out, kind of rubbing his eyes. Um, seems uh, Remington's run off. Um, well, I'm gonna have to take my leave too. I, told you I'd get you across the border and keep you safe, but um, it's time I part ways with you again. You're going to meet my brother, Jerry, in the Fingerlands, um, but I'll give you a little bit of uh, some details on how to, how to get there. Um, originally, I was going to take you across uh, uh, to the land way of getting across, but I don't think that's the safest route now with what we've been through. Uh, we've already traversed across kind of the most dangerous part, but in the state we're in, I, I think it'd be better if you just head towards the coastline, which is just due east from here. Uh, and you'll find, once you get to the coastline, you just start heading north on it, and you'll find some yellow flowers start popping up everywhere. And there I have a contact that uh, stays there for me when I when I need people to get across. He, he has a small sh uh, a shipping vessel. He'll be able to get you to the Fingerlands uh, mm -hmm. same amount of time. But this is not your brother, Jerry. No, you can find Jerry in the uh, in the Fingerlands. Um, What's the name of the contact? Uh, the contact, his name, actually, it's not here. Um, it's going to be Caesar Blackbrow. Caesar Blackbrow. So we go north along the coast until we Reach come to a region dominated by yellow flowers. That's right. And you look for. You'll, you'll see him. I mean, there's not very many people that stay on this coastline because it is dangerous. Um, but, yeah, he, he's a human himself, so uh, he'll be able to get you across into the Fingerlands. Um, he's quite skilled at uh, smuggling of sorts. So very well. don't be too alarmed if he asks you to do anything that might alarm, you know, be a little tricksy. Like my last girlfriend, tricksy. <laughs> uh, like, sure. Uh, who are you guys, by the way? I've never... You guys keep having people pop up. Yes, they just uh, wandered out of the woods. The woods? I mean, I guess we did just make it a lot safer, but... Uh, well, like I said, my officer here is a paladin, and he sent something. Oh, you're one of them holy warriors. Oh, yes. Really? Yes. Too bad you didn't wander this way last night. We definitely could have used your uh, expertise there. Yeah. We were a little far farther than we thought. Where, where were you guys coming from? Oh, Jeremiah's Cove. I that's did where, tell you that. That's where we came from. <laughs> <laughs> when the DM gives information and it's completely forgotten. Uh, so to be fair, one of the worst things for new players is that like the first thing you need to do when you meet the party is like give them all of this yeah. information that you probably don't already have because you just started. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys will recall Jeremiah's Cove when you got to Honey Hollow, the the best. Valancourt people that had been stationed there moved further south to Jeremiah's Cove. So it seems these are the ones that had been in Honey Hollow but were reassigned to Jeremiah's Cove, which is also on the border of the Federation itself. So. 
Will you be joining our errands then? I see no reason not to. I don't know why we wouldn't. I was to say, if there's orders, I think we should follow them. If I know my role and I shut my hole. <laughs> How and fortunate that these strangers now have a reason to fight and die with us mm-hmm. immediately. Well, the fun thing is, at that point, right when you guys agree, you see, first you hear it. There's a loud, echoing boom, and you see a fireball in the sky, massive, high in the sky, begin to streak across, burning, and you see small bits and pieces falling across, and it's flying through the sky, and you and it, it gets just out of your eye reach, and it's had, it, it looks like a, a meteor of sorts flying through the sky to the, towards the northwest. Is that the direction we're going? No. Okay, good. <laughs> no, but it, it looked rel- pretty high up in the sky. It's not going to hit anywhere near you what at all. What do you guys think that was? I, I mean, it was know. loud. It was like, it shook you when it... You, uh, you see, as soon as that boom hits, uh, Drake immediately has flame ready in his hand, and he's about to cast something, and then just kind of dissipates it. Well, I'm glad we're not heading in that direction. Man. Strange things every day, it seems. Sergeant, quit hiding. Let's get up. Let's go. Uh, would you let me roll an arcana check to see if this has like any like astrological significance? I would I love recognize? that. Okay. I did uh, put this in just for your character, to be honest, though. <sighs> this is no good. Um, that's ten total. Ten? Are those glowing? Those dice? No, they, they, they just kind of catch the light. The blue light. ones. Oh! Yeah. They do cool. Look from here, they like, look, like, they look like they're glowing. Yeah, thanks. Um, so sorry, what was it? Ten. Ten. Ten? Uh-huh. Well, you're a divination wizard, so I'll give you advantage. Because it's I'll related. Take it. yeah. <laughs> you're not, specifically I'll, I'll really <laughs> invested into the, the cosmos, so. That's better. That's uh, 19. 19. Oh. Uh, from the size of it, um, and you did Arcana? Uh, why well, I figured that would be the it's, closest yeah. thing to an astrology skill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, from your studies, there are no comets or meteors of that size that you've you're aware of in this cosmos or in the general area of the world. Um, it's very out of place. It was not expected. But do I take it to be like any kind of an omen or to have like um not an omen, but divinatory significance? It's almost like a spider sense for you. Like you know, mm-hmm. something's up. Um, Something had to have caused this. Um, it wasn't n- natural. Hmm. That portends great events, but hopefully they have not to do with us. Shall we be on our way? Well, um, I'll, I'll take my leave. It looks like uh, I'll be walking, uh, considering my horse, uh, my last so remaining horse. Are you planning on coming back through Honey Hollow? Or? Uh, yes, we do hope to retrieve our animals. Okay. Uh, and, um, well, you guys have your horses, have horses, but yeah. I guess the elk, um, I don't think he ever gave it a name. And then uh, Sebastian, the, the bison, is there. Mm-hmm. So, Well, we have to pass through there anyway to get back to uh, you know who. Yes, we'll, we'll hopefully be back for our animals. Perfect. Thank you very much for your help there. Absolutely. Um, if you'd like, uh, you're welcome to stay at my smithy when you come back or if you need some repairs done. I think we'd be like to be along to the, 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 the next thing now. So. Yeah, uh, you guys be safe. Um I'll, I'll see you around. Mm. Ciao. Be Drake careful will. heading back. Thank you. And uh, may the Zekra be with you. And, and you, you as well. And Drake will come up and, you know, we'll beastmaster it. Okay. And he, he accepts it. Um, and then uh, kind of like knocks his head up against yours, which he's a dwarf, so 
kind of has to like tiptoe to try and get at yours. Uh, but then he lets go, turns, and just exits stage left. Do you want me to kill him? <laughs> no. Yeah. Cool. So the so day is yours. All right. Let's continue on in the direction we're trying to go. Now we we so only have the one the long rest for that entire sequence, so I'm at one point of exhaustion at this yep. point. Okay. Uh, and from the way you described it, you, you know from the, the amount of time you've already been traveling and all, and the relative idea of the, the general layout of the land, uh, you have maybe a half day's journey to the sea. So you imagine you should, within the day, get to where he was um, okay. telling you to go. We'll continue on in that direction. What happens? Okay. Uh, go ahead and uh, give me a, a percentile roll, which is a d10 and a d100. So one of those, and then one of the D tens. You roll there. You have a D. Yeah. Uh, a five and a sixty. So sixty-five. Okay. Um. So sixty-five. Roll this D six. Let me know if you get the question mark. Okay. In in your dice tray. Oh yeah. <laughs> Got a four. Okay. So luckily the weather seems to be, uh, it's overcast, um, and it is quite humid and hot. Uh, as it has been the whole time in this in this jungle terrain. But as you get about halfway through the day, uh, the air had become increasingly more and more salty to the taste. Um, and you begin to hear the waves, or the crashing of waves uh, off in the distance. And just around probably two or three, somewhere in the afternoon, you find yourself, uh, the trees kind of instantly just end, and it's just sand. Um, and you see a, a wide stretch of just light blue ocean. Uh, have, have we ever seen an ocean before? Is there an ocean in Clay Nimpolar? Mm -mm. right. You guys are in the mountains, so. Yeah. So, like, Oren just kind of steps out onto the beach and, like, stares out at it for a minute. Drake will kind of put his hand in the water and okay. splash around a little bit. I'm from a fishing town, so... Oh, so you, you, you would see this every day? Yes. Amazing. Quite peaceful. I haven't really ever <clears throat> been to the beach, so this is a new experience for me. It's amazing. So yeah, so I'm liking it. Orn, look, look at all these shells. Oh, <laughs> little creatures probably live in those. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Drop it back. <laughs> <laughs> and right as you guys are kind of messing with the ocean and, and being enthralled by it, um, just mesmerized at the scope of it, for one. Um, for you, it, it really is impactful because it's the, the biggest thing you've seen other than the sky. Um, it, it, it gives you almost a similar feeling of that long, stretching um, possibilities. Hmm. Um, and you hear, in the, you hear rain begin to start falling, and you see... The darker clouds had pulled in, come in above you while you were traveling in the in the jungle, and uh, the rain is not in, intense, but it, it is steady. Um, you begin to get covered in water. Um, what would you like to do? What else do we see? If we're supposed to travel, do we see any boats or? Uh, not there. Um, you don't see any yellow flowers. Uh, typical uh, ocean setting. You see. Obviously, the sandy beach, you see some uh, some crabs about on the sand, but as you move closer to them, they, they run and go into a little hole in the sand, and then you see schools of fish, uh, because this is like Bahamas blue. Uh, 
Arctic's ocean. So, I mean, this is very clear, very clean-looking ocean. A bit of seaweed, though, about Anyone it. hungry? <laughs> I can, since I'm from a fishing town, I can get some other food. Sure. I mean, if, you, if you'd like to, we have rations. Um, You're welcome to roll a survival to fish. Uh, that's a d20, okay. and then add your survival skill as well. It'll be skill. Um, it would be a 14. 14. Yes. You actually get enough fish to not only feed all of the, the companions you have, but you find you have plenty to where you could release some or you could try and skin it and like begin to like hang it over your back to like dry it out for potentially replacing some rations. I'll go ahead and do that, yep. Okay. Just, make sure. uh, just a heads up, you know from your experience it's gonna take roughly about a half hour to clean them and, and okay. prep them. But uh, I've also gone many, many days before without food, so I feel it's imperative to okay. have that just in case. Perfect. So each of you can add two days worth of rations to your uh, well, your inventory. This, you're sure, right? uh, sorry, were you I sharing will, them? I will of course share. <laughs> okay. Yes. So everybody, you can go to equipment, and you'll see rations on there, and then you can just add two more. And you don't have to subtract one for the this inventory? day. Inventory. Inventory. Okay. Yeah. add two um so you finish cleaning you guys eat take a kind of small rest since it's been about half the day um get up kind of rinse your hands off in the ocean i imagine you two have kind of taken your shoes off and felt the water on your feet at times like while you're eating just enjoying the ocean um and the rain has continued to fall um and then you find uh yourself feeling the urge uh, I sh we should probably continue on um at this point yeah, we'll, so you, we'll, we'll press on. Okay, so you gather your, your things. So are we walking along the shoreline? <clears throat> uh, that's up to you. You can stay in the jungle. You can go on the shoreline. What do you guys think we should do? What's the safest way um, to go? Um, so far we've... So it's new to me and... It is to you, friend. ...been uncontested here, which has definitely been a welcome change over these last few days. So I'm of a mind to just keep along the coast here. So the coast is on, on one side of us. Is there like a... Yes. A uh, do you mind grabbing the map that's behind you? Are, are we like walking along like a tree line? Like what yes. is the... So uh, you'll recall from the map, uh, Honey Hollow was right about here. Mm -hmm. You guys spent a couple days and then he told you that you were about here when he said that's where the little chapel was. You guys went south. So you have the ocean on your right heading north, mm -hmm. northeast. And then on your left about... 15, 20 yards is the jungle line. Um, and you can see the sand actually goes into the jungle a little bit, um, mm -hmm. but it is very thick. It, it is almost like the only thing stopping the jungle is hurricanes, tropical storms. Uh, so you begin to make your way um, and the, the, it begins to, it continues to pour. Um, in times it gets heavier and other times it gets a little bit lighter. Um, but the rest of the day, it seems, to, and by just before nightfall, you begin to see yellow flowers. Um, and, and they're atop these green, kind of wide, stretched out leaves. 
um, and you can see these beautiful yellow, bright yellow flowers um, that then themselves actually stretch out over like a canopy. Mm. They, they stand about two feet tall, uh, that's like three feet, two feet tall, and uh, you can see at the center of the yellow flower is actually like a red, um, almost pinkish um, bud in the center. And you see tons of them. I mean, far stretching. This must be what he was talking about, the yellow flowers. Yeah, I was skeptical about that as our only direction, but they are quite noteworthy. Yeah. And quite prepared. Very prominent. All right, well, but I guess now we're looking for our contact, right? And yeah. Keep, mm -hmm. keep okay. going forward. Uh, go ahead and roll one more uh, percentile. Go. That's a, a D10, which is the 10-sided. Yep. And then one Seven. above it. Yep. Let me know the number you roll. 63. Okay. Go ahead and roll this D6. Let me know if you get the question mark. Do I get something special if I get the question mark? The whole group does. <laughs> Don't get it wrong. We're with, judging you on this. Four again. Nice. Um, four. So with that roll, the weather clears up a tiny bit, and it's just a light drizzle. Um, it begins to set in, but the, the light of the twin moons and the sea reflecting it, it's quite bright compared to being in the jungle, which you've been experiencing for the last few days. Is that and, uh, activating my... It is. Yep. Uh, it, when it, it gets into the direct light, because it is overcast, um, but the, luckily where the moons are rising, the, the clouds are beginning to move towards the east. So luckily the light's kind of shining directly down on you for the most part. Um, yeah, right when nightfall kind of sets in, you see off in the distance a small rowboat and a tent. And actually... Uh, Let's go ahead and lift this off. Hopefully the map is still up. Yeah. So if you don't mind, uh, can you just sit on the, the desk in there? And then I'll zoom this in for you guys. So this is what you see off in the distance. Uh, everyone has dark vision, I think. Um, yeah. I don't know if half wings do. Does yours say dark vision or not? We'll be in the same place. I don't think they do, actually. Perception. You're right. Um, Halflings and Goliaths don't, so, and humans don't. Right. So. Senses, yeah, it doesn't okay. say anything. So for you, it, it is, it's just above, between dim light and not being able to see. You can only see because the light of the moons. Gotcha. So it's, it's like extreme dim light for you. Okay. But the rest of you. Yeah, I have dark vision. Yeah. So you guys can see roughly 60 feet away from you, the, the scene here. You see a small fire burning, which you can see in the darkness. Um, and you can see, it looks like he's put wet, from the, the rain, it looks like the wood that he's burning is a bit wet still because there's some black smoke coming off of it. Um, and you see the rowboat with some rope tied off to a palm tree up above. Uh, and inside the tent, you can't see or anybody outside of it. So, what would you like to do? Uh, Should we proceed? Does the fire look like it's struggling? Uh, not struggling because it seems like the rain is moving off. But uh, it definitely would welcome some extra right. fire. I'm, I'm, I'm going to walk up to it and use uh, prestidigitation okay. to um, sort of pull the water off of the wood and uh, okay. make, make it burn brighter. Nice. Uh, take an inspiration dice for that. Um, Don't mind if I do. <laughs> so you do that. You walk up. Drake, do you stay with him, I imagine, as his brother? Yes. Yeah. Um, do you guys head up straight towards the tent, or do you want to hold back a little bit? You can place your pieces, I guess, where you would like coming to be. from you guys were coming from yes yeah, this direction and I'll, I'll call out oh we come in peace 
and you hear kind of a bit of like a roll off uh, and a, a, a bit of a on the ground um, and then uh, a, a, a taller human steps out and I'll just uh, read the description for you so you see stepping out um, a, a taller uh, human male uh, he has a, a, a sea weathered emerald green long coat um, bare chested the coat has a bit of feathers embroidered about it down its arms um, he also has knee-high brown leather boots and uh, just some basic um, sailor pants and then a brown leather belt with a large silver buckle um, and uh, about or everybody's passive perception there's 10 12 11 uh, you guys, I mean, you're close enough, especially you two. You guys see there's a bit of a scar. Um, it's basically a small scar down through his left eyebrow and then also on top of his cheek. So almost like he had just backed away and a knife had cut across right here. Mm -hmm. Just right here, though. Um, a bit older, probably in his, like, 30s, 40s, but not old in any way. Um, similar age to Barry, the blacksmith that you've already met. Um, and he, he hears you, steps out of the tent, and he says... I reckon you're uh, friends of Barry. Indeed, we are. My name is Orin. It's my brother Drake. Orin. And our new Drake. companions are Arlo and Funkin. Funkin. <laughs> and Arlo. Uh, your names are strange enough, but damn, they're they're strange. Your names, by the way. Barry said you're good people. Um, I imagine you're a bit of a hurry. Uh, he said so when he spoke with me last. Uh, yes, we are on something of an urgent errand. Well, uh, I can help. Uh, I am captain of the Sea Shepherd. That's the boat you see out there. And he points out to the sea, and you see a, about a mid-sized sea vessel. Um, mm -hmm. A bit weathered. It's definitely not like a brand new ship. Looks like it's probably been sailing for at least 80 to 100 years. I mean, it's it's older looking. Um, and he uh, kind of, you see him kind of like puff up his chest a little bit, and he goes, yeah, she's mine, uh, but I'll be taking you into the Fingerlands and when we get there you're uh, you're kind of on your own for a little bit but it's going to take us only a couple hours to get to the Fingerlands from here well, that quick, very well Wouldn't oh yeah she's hard. fast she can make the, the castle run in the, I'm just kidding <laughs> uh, but first I do have to ask you a bit of a riddle something that I like to do with a people riddles. I meet but you a troll beneath the bridge. No, but it's just a fun thing to do. I gotta ask, don't you look at the answer. I saw you peeking. Uh, you must keep it after giving it. What am I? A baby. You said a baby. <laughs> a baby. Time? Time's your answer. So, I've got a baby, and time is the answer to you must keep it after giving it. One's word. One's word, okay, and you, Missy. Tall man, I'm not even going to ask you because, frankly, I, I don't trust that you'll get something right. So. Kevlar says, a uh, river. A river? <laughs> That's close. What? What's your answer, Missy? Respect. Respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T? 
Okay, no, it's not. You were right. It was your word. A baby. You don't have to keep that thing. I'm an orphan. I know this. Time. It's always fleeting. I wish it would stick around, though. But, hey, you're in a rush. Sorry. Let's go ahead and get on my ship. Uh, Please. Do you mind uh, help me just gather up uh, some of the things inside the tent? We'll leave the tent. I, I kind of stay here. <laughs> you're the first people I've seen in a couple weeks. But uh, do you have any food? I suppose we, we have some food for you. Good, I didn't want you eating any of mine. So get on the boat. And he kind of just like walks off. <laughs> He's a little flamboyant in how he walks. Kind of like. That's, that's, that's easy to imagine. He struts yeah. away? Yes. Okay. Not like this. Not like <laughs> a bed bug. Like the, like the, yeah. We don't have any more animals with us. Uh, you have your two horses. No, oh, I'm putting them on the boat. Okay. The it, so I'll scroll so you guys can see, the the rowboat's relatively large. You can so your beast we're gonna have to um, do like one at a time. I don't want to sink this Very thing. Well. No, um, I will need two of you uh, to row. I'll keep the, the the hole plugged so we don't sink, and the <laughs> the horse left stand in the center. So who wants to go first? I'll go across first to make sure. Okay, uh, and the second person to row. I imagine it's you. You're standing kind of close to him. Ship. Are you guys together? Is that Ship. what's going on here? Look, no, no, no judgment. We're brothers. Can we just get to the boat, please? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay. Uh, can you command your your horse to get on? Yeah, I'll, I'll lead the horse over and, and coax it onto the. Very the nice. Boat. Most horses are afraid of water. I'm man. No, these are from Quibnunvalar. I don't even know what that is. It's the home of the elves. We take a different approach to that. Oh, you did look elven. Uh, are you going to be safe where you're going? Are you sure you want to go there? We have plans to, to ensure plans? Safe, like, safety. Plants? Like, like something to eat that keeps you safe? Plants? Uh, don't worry about us. Okay. Uh, let's go. And, and you guys can begin rowing. Um, takes you roughly 10 minutes to get across from the weight with the horse, too. Um, how are you going to get the horse up onto the boat? I don't know. I don't own a ship. I assume <laughs> that the people that own a ship are responsible for this. Uh, well, I, now that I'll I've just say I have some training dealing with boats. What? <laughs> I have some training dealing with boats. I can't hear you over the waves, miss. I'll come back in just a little bit. I'm thinking what we'll do is we're going to tie this. We'll, we'll be okay if we tie your horse off to lift it up? Uh, he's, he's very docile. He okay. trusts me. I, I mean, I'll put straps so it's not like killing the horse, but we'll lift it up. We'll have to hoist it. I I got a little bit of crewman, but I probably need your help with it too. Um, uh, if you guys can climb up the rope ladder, unless you feel like it'd be better if you were down here to, to command the horse, keep it from jumping in the ocean. I mean, uh, is there a part of this where I make an animal handling check, or yeah. just figuring out getting the horse? You would have it? advantage, though. Remember with animal handling well, because that would just those bring me back to regular because <laughs> I'm still exhausted. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to stay down here, it'd be an animal handler. If you want to come up, it's just going to be a strength, but a lower DC with you both up there. Okay. I know uh, I shouldn't say it in character. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try to soothe the horse while he's being hoisted. All right. I'm better at that than I am. Uh, so you see, uh, you see Caesar uh, climb up the ladder, and then he, he kind of tosses a few ropes down, and you see him uh, lower one much thicker rope with a large leather strap, roughly three to four uh, inches uh, wide about half an inch thick of, of leather of it and he lowers it down then climbs back down the ladder kind of straps it off ties off all four legs and then uh says you ready 
All right, and he begins to, to kind of pull the ropes. Uh, go ahead and roll a strength. Um, the DC will be slightly higher since you weren't. Um, four. Four total? We I'm don't have strength, my dude. <laughs> Let me add. Okay, thank goodness. Uh, the horse gets up with your coax, and it stays uh, basically relaxed enough because you were doing that. And it takes a minute to get up there, but it gets up onto the deck and hoists it over. And then you see the ropes go slack as it hit, puts its hoofs down. And uh, he climbs up, unties it, and then uh, says, All right, if you, you gentlemen want to, or you have one more horse over there. Right. Are you okay if they bring it? Will they listen to your friends over there? I. <laughs> I believe Twilight will be, will be good with them. Twilight is that the horse's name? It is. Any like preference on like snacks to coerce it, or is it good to go? He should be good to go. Okay, I'll just give it carrots. Um, and he begins to row himself across, back across, um, and. He gets within 10 yards of me and he goes, What were you saying, miss? Hey, big fella, grab that boat, pull it up on the shore. I said that I have experience on ships, so if you need some help, I can... Yeah, that would have been awesome before. Give my assistance. Uh, well, we're about to take this other horse if the two of you want to come across. I mean, it'll be a lot with the uh, big man over here. Uh... I guess we'll have to do a third trip, whatever. Um, you two, or you two are pretty small. Hey, go ahead and get in, big guy. What was your name? Kevard? Okay. Kevard, get in. And the horse climbs in. Do you guys get in? Yes. Okay. Who's rowing the boat? I'm rowing the boat. I, I'll say I have a lot of strength, so I, I can help. Okay. The two of you are rowing the boat. Um, you notice him holding the plug on the ground, and I didn't describe it for you because there was only one horse, two light elves. Um, but he's holding it with his foot and he's putting both his hands on this uh, like a cork that's in a, a hole and you see like a bit of water kind of coming up at times and uh, hey, um, let, let me uh, help with that uh, well, you're he's on on, yeah you're on the ship well I'm kind of <laughs> so Kev it's about Kev halfway Kev across oh, and you see Kev oh Kevward uh, for shits and giggles why not he'll rage and just kind of <laughs> Palm it down. I'm not a, with a rage. I'm not making you roll for that. <laughs> and you see him like his foot go. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> Sorry, guy. Just trying to help. I told you my name's Caesar. Oh. I've learned your name, but thank you. Damn. Can I get my foot out? Oh, oh, yeah. I don't think that cork's going anywhere. Damn, put my foot through the hole. All right. Uh, and he, you guys are rowing across, and the horse kind of stirs a little bit at times when it. You guys get there similar fashion. Go ahead and roll a strength with advantage. I'll allow all. Are you going to help uh, lift this time since the other horse is on there? Or do you want to do the same thing to kind of. Is this guy running a ship and he literally doesn't have ship hands? Why well, he has am like I two. doing manual labor? <laughs> you see two. You see two other guys. Uh, one that's actually at, at the wheel, like kind of prepping, untying the wheel. And then the other one you can see is raising an anchor. Well, make him fucking go do it then. He works here. Okay, so you three go ahead and roll strength for me. What would that be? Uh, D20 roll, and then add your strength modifier. You can do it as well. It, it'll lower the DC the more people. Oh, yeah. I got a well, you know, I'll be... It's 22. okay, baby. You're almost here. Okay. Like, uh, Twilight is very calm. I got a 12. 12? 22, 12. For strength, that would be a uh, 
non-natural one. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's a non-natural one. Um, so similar way, it takes a couple minutes of getting the horse up, but uh, we didn't roll for coverage. Whatever. You get the horse up, touches down, similar fashion, and then you see him uh, basically uh, row back, and uh, you see him tie off the little rowboat on the back, and then uh, he climbs off the rope ladder back, and you can't see it at this point. It disappears. Uh, and then he walks out on the deck after a few minutes. You see him kind of brush himself off and says, Well, Sea Shepherd thanks you for being bored. Let's get our own way. Um, if you would, uh, I can keep your horses. They're welcomed in the Federation, but the way I'm going to get you across safe is uh, I do have some uh, some area down in the deck that I can hide you under the floorboards. So if you'd like, it's probably the safest way to get you across past the the inspection when we come into port and then you're free to go after that i don't know where you're trying to go how about i just do this it's gonna take a couple hours before we get there just heads up a couple hours yes um that'll do it oh well just let, let me know when we're about half an hour out half an hour he looks at his wrist there's no watch yeah i'll i'll, I'll do what i can just look up at the moons and wait. So it's night now. Yeah, it's nighttime at this point. Remember, it had gotten dark when you saw the fire off in the distance. Earth. Yeah. Um, yes. So, let, uh, let us know. Uh, do, does the inspection take place at a fixed place? Or? Yeah. It, so uh, when you you'll know uh, you've never been the Fingerlands, I imagine. Um, when you come in, um, the reason it's called that is because it comes out like a river delta, and there's a few areas along the coast at the foot of that delta where the city is built and uh, what happens is when the boat comes in you have some uh, small shipping vessels come out from the Federation for inspection uh, they walk your ship you have to give a manifest say what you're bringing in or taking out in, in another case um, and then uh, we're good and golden um, so as long as they don't see you you're not on my manifest um, I can say I picked up a few hands um, but you're elven so it's gonna be difficult to pass off unless you uh, have we, some makeup or something to cover them ears. We have some skill with lid on board. We will be able to really make okay. appear to be other than we are. Very nice. Our friends will still have to hide unless they have okay. similar talents. Okay. We're, well, we're, I, I think we're small enough that we could probably... Well, I mean, the area is quite comfortable, especially you're going to have a big man here and then the two of you. It's literally just, I can lift it up. Your friends are going to be on the deck. Like, look, I've already been paid. It's your choice. I... I was just trying to keep you safe. I don't want you to become part of that uh, Sayer class slaves, if you ask me. Very well. Thanks for your concern. Yes. So you don't want to? Uh, because they call it servant class. That's why it's called Sayer. But um, they're just slaves. So uh, am I putting you under the deck boards, or am yep. I? Yep. Yes. All right. So, uh, for those watching, he went, yes. <laughs> uh, so, he, he, you see him kind of like strut across, lift up the deck. Um, and, and there basically is the, this faux part of the deck that he's able to, to basically pry off. And you see a small, uh, like, hollowed out area that's a smuggling uh, area. And he says, well, just go ahead and climb down in. Uh, uh, I, I want to turn to Drake and say, I'm still quite tired from our flight worry that my attention will waver in a way that would give us away if I remain above board and um, attempt to disguise myself rather than hiding. So I'm going to leave things up here to you and hide without your friends. 
something like um, so he, he helps you guys get down Kevward climbs down in he actually jumps down in um, and it's, it is about a six foot area uh, tall and then roughly about eight feet wide so you guys can fit uh, relatively comfortable and then uh, you feel the ship uh, the, Drake you see this um, he covers the, the hole up and they begin the two hands are pulling down the sails and the ship begins catches wind and it begins to sail and you see him begin to steer and then he turns to one of the ship hands and he goes alright you know where we're going keep us steady would I be able to get a short rest in this two hours space? so Yep. Okay, then before I go in, I'm going to cast Mage Armor, which lasts for eight hours. Yep. And then I'm going to use Arcane Recovery to get the spell slot back for a short yeah. rest. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you guys can get a short rest. You guys didn't use anything, but yeah. um, it basically it just allows you to go further for longer because you're getting a little bit of a rest. It recovers spells and such um, since you're first time playing. Um, Captain Cesar, is there anything I can do to be of service while... Well, do you have keen eye? Uh, I can see a fair bit. Um, I'm also quite dexterous, if there's any tasks that... Sure, yeah, if you want to just stand at the front of the ship there um, and look out and let me know. Uh, we know the route pretty well, but you never know. Just keep your eye out for coral or uh, I don't know, any creatures that might pop up. Um, what we'll do is uh, it's going to take us a couple hours, and like I said, I'll, I'll let you know about a half hour or so, a little bit before we get there. I mean, you'll see it off in the distance. Okay. Um, it's a large city. Uh, do you know much about the Federation? Uh, no, uh, we don't. Uh, like I said, my, my brother and I, we come from the mountains and mm -hmm. Remembalar. Uh, okay. So this is, this is all new to us. Well, uh, they're... The only thing uh, we know is... Non, most non-humans aren't uh, exactly welcomed here. Oh, that's true. Yeah, um, as I said, they're gonna try and enslave you if they catch you. Um, Barry did mention something about paperwork you made for you. Um, still be careful even with that. Um, but yeah, if you can just stand out on the front, keep an eye out, see if you see anything. Um, go ahead and roll a perception check. Seventeen. Okay. There are a couple points where you, you yell back and point out uh, some some larger waves and areas that it looks like uh, possibly there could be the ground. Uh, maybe there's coral reef underneath that's causing the wave. Um, and they, they steer around it. Um, and then when you're about a half hour outside, um, you see off in the distance a far, wide-stretching city. Um, light lit up by not only the moons, but you can see the... the kind of electrical powered um, steam uh, technology kind of throughout the whole city. Um, and at that point, I imagine you're casting Sky Self. That is correct. I figured. So um, I will do a few hand motions, whisper out a kill, and you see just a shimmer. Uh, well, you guys don't because you're underneath, but a uh, shimmer to where I... Uh, make myself look like one of the other deckhands. Okay. So it looks like there's twins, basically? Well, I'll, you know, just the same kind of garb, uh, you know, I'll, some unkempt uh, black hair. Okay. Know, sure, let's go a scar across. Okay. 
So that will give you, I'll, if it comes to it, it'll give you some advantages on aspects, uh, the fact that you went with that. Um, so off in the distance, you see kind of the edge of the city here. Um, you guys don't, but um, you see there's a couple areas where you can port. Um, the ship ends up coming in this direction here. And it, it slows down quite a bit. And uh, before it gets into the actual mouth of the river, it comes to a halt. And you see a small wooden vessel begin to um, come out. But there's no rowers. You see actually a small uh, pipe, Drake. You see a small pipe with a little bit of steam smoke coming out the back. It's like a little motorized um, rowboat, basically. It comes out. And uh, you see aboard it um, three humans, all very stern looking faces. Um, very clean, crisp uniforms. Uh, remind you of your service in, in the city guard of Flamambalar. Um, but these are, they're all gray uniforms. Uh, and But one of them has like a yellow line that comes down the entire way down his leg and all. And he's standing at the front of the ship, leg hoisted up on the front, looking out, looking over the ship. And uh, Caesar, Captain Caesar, um, tosses down a rope ladder and they climb up it. Except two of them do. One stays on their ship. And you see them not say a word, but begin to just walk the ship. Um, go ahead and roll whoever's in there. Roll a stealth check at advantage because you are in there. So. Uh, I'm not going to roll that check. I'm going to use portent. my portent feature to score. What's my stealth? Uh, so dirty 20. 20. Dirty 20. Mm -hmm. Okay. And add stealth, which is a skill. So advantage, you would roll 2d20 and take Correct. a higher of a number. Yeah, you guys oh. have advantage, so. So I take the number out. What'd you roll? An 18 and a 19. Ooh. What is the skill? <laughs> stealth. Stealth. So roll a d20 twice, or two of them. 20. Natural 20? Stop. Our first natural 20 of the session by a brand new player. Welcome, it's a rite of passage. Was that your first roll, too? Yeah, so I got a 20, and then it says a plus 3. Yeah, I have a plus 3. Very well. nice. Okay. 100, plus 300. <laughs> so 19 So between the, the four of you down in there, you're so tired that you're almost half asleep. And that's why, like, they don't notice. You're quiet enough. They don't see you looking up through the floorboards or anything. But you, you hear the creaking of the boards as they walk across. And then they don't really pause at over you, but they stop at a door, open it up real suddenly, look in, kind of move some things about, close it, and then you hear them, Drake, you see them go down below um, into the actual like lower parts of the, the, the ship. And you hear them moving and opening crates, and then they come back up, the one with the yellow line down the uniform. Um, he stops in front of Caesar, very sternly looks at the human, about two feet away from him, and he says, manifest sticks out his hand. Caesar pulls it out of a pocket inside his uh, coat, hands it over, and you see the guy kind of pull it out, look up at Caesar. What's your purpose? And uh, Caesar looks back and he says, I'm bringing fish in. We're a fishing vessel. Um, is that all right? And the officer then closes it, kind of sternly hands it back, doesn't say a word. Pull into docking bay seven. Do not dis disembark until you are given the order to. And he turns and leaves. Um, Drake, you see him climb down, and, the, and then you you all hear the 
the steam-powered uh, rowboat kind of puttering off back towards the, the actual the bay where the river meets it. And uh, he Caesar goes, something's got them a lot. Um, they, um, seems kind of a dickhead. Well, I mean, that's normal. Oh. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, but, yeah, normally they're not quite as... Uh, word kind of escapes me but basically they they normally don't respect me that 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 deeply so um just be along be, be prepared um just in case i don't know what's got them alarmed but yeah uh all right let's get going and you see the them uh lower the sails back down and untie them so that they can actually catch the wind again and they begin to move forward you pull into the dock and that's where we'll take a break we are picking up where we left off. You guys are pulling into the port of the Fentigian Federation with the city being the Fingerlings, one of the main cities of this of this uh, large nation. Um, you are going to find that uh, as you pull in, um, that rowboat that he had pulled and tied off to the back, um, which you didn't see, but he you see um, Caesar um, walk away without opening the deck. Um, he climbs down a rope ladder and then you hear some oars go in beside the boat, and then he climbs up the rope ladder, walks over. Drake sees and he goes, "Hey, come help me with this." Okay. And he lifts up the the crate the the deck, and uh, you see the light of the moon shine through on all of you, and uh, the the sound of the ocean fills you, but also the sound of the city. Um, it is quite. It's probably like ten or eleven at night, but it's still a, a major city, so there's still a good bit of nightlife going on. Um, and you, you go to get out and then you see Caesar go. Darts! And, uh, roll for initiative. Roll for initiative. So that means you're going to roll a d20. And then whatever it says plus initiative and you get this die back. Okay. <laughs> you got a 17. Hmm. If you want to keep it. <laughs> I mean, it landed clean. So that's going to be 19 for Ori. 19? Okay. Roll like crap for initiative. So you guys were in a hollowed out spot. In, or sorry, which one? This is you, right, Drake? Right. You were helping lift it up. You three are down in here. And you said you are running Kevward? I will run Kevward, Okay, yes. do we have a, a mini for Kevward? Uh, we did. Okay. Uh, uh, this guy here... Is, so the the top they had pulled it out and slid it over so there's like an extra piece of the deck right here This is the rowboat. I, I couldn't find a small enough like I didn't have time to make it But don't worry. I'm allowed to use this. I'm not copyright infringement um, And then you have the one deck hand up here on the on the wheel and the other one right here That was beginning to lower the or like begin to lower the anchor um, This is Kevward. He's down in there. So you guys are roughly six feet down Um and you can determine size, it doesn't have a grid, basically by the base of what these are. So these are five feet. So you can kind of keep track. Um, and he yells out, to arms! And then you see crawling up the deck, beside the over the sides, these uh, kind of like shark humanoid looking things. Um, and you see them climbing up over the sides of the deck. And let's get the initiative rolls. Um, anyone above 20? Do you roll just once? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
No one above 20? Seven, no. Okay. Seven. And then uh, anyone 10 to 20? 19 for Ori. 19. I'm checking on Kessler. 16 for Arlo. Anyone else? 11 for Pumpkin. 13 for Drake. Uh, looks like Kevward is uh, 11. 11? Someone else was 11. Was that? Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Uh, what's your deck score? Dex. Oh, Dex. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, Kevwords is fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. <laughs> or, yeah, and then. So actually, let's straighten this out a little bit for you guys. All right. So up first is gonna be the creatures that are crawling up over. I'm below Dex, right? <clears throat> uh, you are. So everyone except for Drake. The two deckhands and Caesar are uh, below deck. All right, so up first are the baddies. They are going to move. Um, dash. Okay, so that one already used its action. The two here. Uh, you see um, this one run up on the one who's at the wheel, and the other two come up. One's going to go at Caesar, the other one's going to run up, look down in the pit, and is going to make a strike at you. Or actually, no, Kevward, because he's big. He would go at a big guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he's going to. I'll do Kevward first. Reach. Will a 14 hit? Uh, it will not. Okay. So you see him with this uh, kind of like two-headed spear uh, made, it looks like it's tied together like a, a shark's tooth, like almost like the jaw of a shark's tooth, or a shark, tied with seaweed to a, a piece of seaweed, uh, like driftwood. And he st strikes out at Kevward, but it, it, he just like blunts it away. Um, and then he's gonna make a attack. And misses with a natural two. Um, that's that one. And then the other one's gonna attack Caesar, which will hit with a natural 17. Uh, and they're going to take uh, Caesar will take three damage. Okay, up next is Orin, Arlo on deck. Okay, so what? What's what's my immediate view? I've heard someone yell two arms. Two arms. You hear that? You saw Drake pull out his rapier, I imagine, or his katana, whatever. Oh, was he also below deck? He was on no, top, on but top. he was like on top, opening the top off of you guys. Oh, so, so we're, we're like in a compartment out. under the top. Correct. Okay. Correct. And then you saw this creature, the shark humanoid creature, and then you can see the head of this one. And you okay. saw it strike. How deep network. am I in this? About six feet. So you can get out. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'll use the movement that I need to do to get out. Okay. Um, do I need to make any kind of check for that? or? Uh, no. It would just be... Okay. Basically, it'll be... Instead of five feet, it'd be ten feet because it's like climbing out, um, and then you have twenty feet left to move. Cool. So. Uh, when I climb out, is anything immediately around me? Uh, which side do you climb out of? Over here, I imagine. Uh, yes, the side without like this ravenous shark forward. creatures. Yeah, you would have um, climbed out to like right here, and then you have twenty feet of movement from there. All right, I'm gonna go as far as I can toward the bow of the ship. Okay. And then I'm going to. Cast. 
What do do these three things all look the same? About the same? These ones, yeah, they they look about the same. Okay, uh, I'm just going to cast Firebolt at the one that is closest to Drake. Firebolt. Okay, roll the hit. Okay, that's. Uh... Fourteen to hit. Fourteen mm -hmm. hits. Right, that's D10 of fire damage. So nine fire damage. Whoa. Okay. Uh, that is my turn. Okay. Uh, Arlo Lightbraid, you are up, and then Drake on deck. Okay. So you attacked this one right here, correct? Or uh, did the one that's I'm not sure. It was the one closest yeah. to Drake, so, whichever that is. This one's above deck. Is that one above deck also? Yes. Okay, so all, all the creatures are above deck. So far. That you can tell. Alright, yeah, yeah. so will it take me the same amount since I'm smaller to get ten? Actually, that's ten. a good point. Um, well, well you can jump your like twice your height, right? Well, um, consider her movement, which I think for halflings is 25. still 25. Is 25. Yeah. So, so that will be thing. what represents her size. It's just yeah, I would say okay. it would be the same thing. It would take about 10 feet of your movement okay. to get out, and so then you have roughly, okay. yeah. Um, so, so where I, do you climb out of? So I jump out to the... Like right here? Yeah, and then I move towards... So I this. can... You would be right with yep, it? Yep, right there. And Remember, I, you have 10 foot reach. Yes. So. And I use my pike and swirled around and uh, roll the hit. Pier pierce or try to pierce him. Okay, so what do I do? It's this plus whatever the weapon modifier okay. is plus six for you. Um, yep, it's plus six, so that would be a twenty-five. Mm. Nice. Oh, did you roll a natural nineteen? Yes. The thing you gained at level three is that you now crit on a nineteen or a twenty. So that means that when you double. roll your damage dice, you double the dice, then you add the strength. Natural to 20. Oh my, so a 19, 19. and a 20 yeah. work mm -hmm. for me. That's what okay. you got for being That's a one of the benefits of being oh, champion. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's killer. For yeah, and then at higher level, that goes down to an 18. Yeah, yeah. so then you, you're like three wow. times as likely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So with the pike, you said double damage, so instead of 1d10, I use 2d10? Uh, you can do it either do way. It you can do it that way. We okay. usually roll just the one and okay. then double whatever shows yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And then Typically. after that, you and add your strength to that yeah. number. So it's four. So that's eight plus four. So that's twelve. Yes. Twelve. Yep. Okay. And now is that the same one that you did fire damage on? Uh, uh, I don't know. I think it was that one. Yeah, I okay, which one were you striking at? The one near Caesar? I said the one Drake. nearest Drake, and then you chose. Okay, so yeah, that was so Caesar. No yeah, yeah. So this is a different one. This is number two. So you did twelve damage. Yep. Wow. Okay. Anything else on your turn? Bonus action. You did um, movement action. My bonus action. I can't remember. What was my bonus action? It was oh, two weapon fighting. Right. Or I can use a bonus action and move three feet. Okay. Um, yep. Nope. Yeah. That. Okay. It's not unusual to be unable to use your bonus yeah. action. Gotcha. Especially gotcha. lower levels like this. It's yeah, you, you kind of have to find something for it, especially yep. as a fighter. Got it. Okay, uh, so that is Arlo. Drake, you are up, and then Kevward on deck. That's good that you guys are spaced out so you can <laughs> run Kevward. Yep. It's a little um, easier. Let's see. You see Drake go into his uh, component pouch, and he 
produces a diamond, just kind of spins it in the palm of his hand, and he'll whisper out, uh, El Demon. And I want to cast Chromatic Orb at uh, the same one cool. that Orin uh, attacked. Let's see. Come on, baby. And 15 to hit. 15? That hits. Woo! All right. So that would be... Oh, I'm choosing lightning damage. Okay. 3d8. So 12 lightning damage at that. 12. Okay. You do... And that's off of your sword, or is it a spell? No, that's off uh, chromatic orb. Okay. So... So you cast it, and you see the creature, like the static, the electricity kind of go across its body, and it's looking really rough. Um, I mean, you can see like bluish colored blood coming out of its eyes. It's it's rough. Right. Anything else on your turn? Um, sounds like. So, uh. After that, uh, I'll just kind of give a ha-ha! Okay. And then uh, I'll actually uh, unsheathe my rapier and say, let here, and activate my plate song as my bonus action. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Kevward, you are up. Fonkin on, on deck. Okay, you said one of these is looking pretty bad, right? Uh, yes, the, the one beside Drake. Yep, the darker one with the long... All right, so Kevward is gonna do like a like a Dragon Ball Z like Super Saiyan like ah and like fly into a rage, and he's just gonna climb up and go ham at whichever one of these looks the most hurt. Um, and to attack, he rolls a natural one. <laughs> very Kevward, actually. Very That's Kevward. a very Kevward thing to do. Um, this is the uh, oh no, the new dice. It's okay. It's actually been doing good up to this yeah. point. So uh, it's been very common for Kevward to fail everything. Um, <laughs> He's been having a hard time. Yeah. Uh, so you strike out, and just the blind rage distracts you. Um, <laughs> uh, anything else? You bonus action? Do you action? And he, he goes, ah! And that's, <laughs> his turn's over. Fonkin, you are up, and then bad two. Okay. So then I come out from where we are. And okay. I attack this one that's closest, right? You same can, one yeah. I, the same one you attack. Yep, so it okay. takes 10 feet to get out, okay. and yeah. then you are right in front of it. Right in front of it. I'm following my sergeant. I want to make sure my sergeant's taken care of. And so I'm right there, and I'm ready to um, I'm ready to hit it with my maul. Okay, go ahead and roll your d20. Any of them you like. Do I do? Oh, wait, okay. 14. And then do I add my hit? Mm -hmm. So that'd be 17. That's going to hit. That's going to hit. Then you see the damage die. I think it's a D6. Or yeah, it's D8. Two, it says 2D6. Yep. So do wow. I do two okay. of them? Yep. Yeah. Very nice. 2D6 and then plus one. So Ooh, 12 plus 13. So 13. Nice. 13, and that's on the one here? Yes, yeah. this closest one. <laughs> so... Uh, can you flavor how you kill it for me? Um, I'm actually pretty laid back about it. So I just kind of come up. I know that I'm powerful and that I can do it. And I'm a small guy, so everybody always looks over me. I come up, and I just take it, and I just whack it right in the knees. As it drops, I give it an elbow to the face. Okay. Very nice. Awesome. That's how we roll. And it just... <clears throat> it just falls over, dies, and it says, thank you, as it dies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of personal. 
Uh, anything bonus action or oh, rest of your movement? It said the bonus action was the um, the same thing as hers. The two weapon fighting. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's just generic. Yeah, that's where if you, you yeah. So, okay. uh, but this guy is. So you have a dead one right there. Yes. Um, would you like to move it all towards the other one? Yes. Or? So so let's see. I probably moved what. Because you said I had to come out 10, so that left me with 15, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So then I probably moved 5. Let's say I moved 5 to it, so I got 10 left. You have 15 left. Okay, yeah. so then I would like to move to the other one. You can. You would get help. right in its face. Actually, action. no. I'd like to come this way to start attacking this one. Okay. Okay. Uh, that is your turn. Bad 2 is up. Um, and you see climbing up over the side now at the back one that looks a little bit different. Climbs across and then, mm, yeah, I would say that's within reach. Uh, can you make a wisdom saving throw, Falcon? So roll a d20. Okay. And then add your wisdom modifier, your saving throw. If so, it, uh, yeah. It'll be on a table. Yeah. The main screen. It'll yeah, tell yeah. you. My wisdom. wisdom okay. My wisdom. Well, it says plus zero. Okay. So what? So you I want? got three. Three total. Yeah. Okay. So you feel as you're coming down the stairs, instantly your body just stops and you can't move. Can't move. Um, you are held in place. Okay. All right. And uh, that would be its action. That is all it can do at that point. Um, but you see your companion kind of stick in place. Um, and that's its turn. Neck up is Caesar. Sir. Okay. Uh, Caesar, kind of seeing the one bloody beside him, he, he whips his rapier out and he takes a strike at him. No, I'm just. Uh, and connects. So that one's going to die. It has one HP. So uh, you see it's his rapier kind of just like, and you see the head of it just slide off. Um, and that is his turn. He doesn't have any bonus action. Um, the deck hands are gonna make strikes at him. Um, both miss though, because they're just basic no-named NPCs. Um, and at that point, you see two more creatures climb over. Uh, if you'd like, now that you guys have seen them, you can make a nature check to know what they are. Sure. It's at the beginning of the can round. Can we all so. do a nature check? Yeah, you can. What is the... So roll a d20. Okay. And then add your skill proficiency with nature. 15 is what we're 15. Eight. Four Drake. Eight. 16. 16. Say seven for Yeah, four. Shocker. <laughs> The barbarian knows nothing about nature. <laughs> I'm Can't actually track. disappointed that I rolled the same. Yeah. Okay. So I have a minus one. So I got 14. 14? Okay. So the three of you actually know. Um, you've read about them. You have seen them, Arlo. Arlo, you have seen them out in the sea before. These are called sahagin. Um, <clears throat> they're basically like water humanoid creatures that are just evil for the most part. Um, yeah, they're fish monsters. Yeah, um, They're fish and they're monsters. So, 
Yeah, you have some experience with them. Sea monsters. Um, so we are up to the baddies. They are going to make some strikes at the people they can. So these two used here. And then that one's going to attack. Yeah, oh, yeah. This reminds me a lot of and you're paralyzed. <laughs> so. All right. Okay. Uh, one misses and the other with because it's natural too, and the other one is an 18. Does that hit you? No, no, it doesn't. A 19. <laughs> He's a 19. Oh, you have heavy armor yeah. and uh, the defense. Yep. Good fighting uh, style. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you are have a spell on you that's called hold person. It makes you paralyzed basically in place. So it would have really hurt you, um, but luckily your armor held in. So. Uh, so that's both their strikes, and now I need to make the strike at um, the two strikes at the deckhand back at the wheel. Ooh, natural 20 on one of them. It's actually a Kraken. And uh, oh, so that's. Uh, yeah, he's dead. Uh, you see at the back, the one that had been at the wheel, he was just about. He had tied it off, and he was pulling uh, just like a, a, a hammer out of his belt, and he takes the spear to the face, and it impales, goes through his eye, and you see him just. Falls to the ground, and then you the the shark creature turns around and at you guys, and then it's gonna move. Is that leaving a friendly's melee range? No, no, that's the one that just died. Oh, got it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so that's the baddies. Orin, you are up. Arlo Lightbraid on deck. Okay, so this this one at like the um that's aft of everyone mm -hmm. else. At the rear of the ship, yeah. That one, did I see it? It cast a spell, right? It did. Um, let me see. Did I see that person. happening and recognize it as casting a spell? It's verbal, somatic, and... I would say yes. At this point, you have dark vision and the light of the okay. moons are out. How so. far away is it from me? You're about 75 feet. You can move closer if you'd like. I'm not going to be able to get close enough this round. Um... Okay, so I'm going to begin moving in that direction. I'll okay. use my whole 30 feet of movement. Okay. Uh, I'd like to avoid getting in melee with any baddies. If That's I can. 30. This is an open area, so you're actually... So this, we'll just say, is that opening where you guys were. Hurt. Uh, then I'm going to cast Firebolt at the Spellcaster in the back. Okay, um, roll the hit. And that is going to be... Which d20? Well, I almost grabbed my fortune die. <laughs> Ooh, uh, that's gonna hit. <laughs> yeah. So that's um going to be uh, let's see. Okay, yeah, twenty-three to hit and six fire damage. Six fire damage. It will need to roll a concentration save, but it's gonna get a natural one on that. Oh okay, so he's a divination wizard. He gets an ability. I, like I have an ability it. called Portent. Like, I'm a divination wizard, so I'm about telling the future and okay. figuring out information magically. I get a feature called Portent. At the beginning of each day, I roll two dice. And those numbers, as long as I do it before the roll, I can replace <sighs> any d20 roll anywhere at the table. Um, so I got a one when I rolled today. So um, when the spellcaster got hit, it was concentrating on keeping you frozen. 
Uh, but when it gets hit and takes damage, it has to roll to see whether it maintains concentration. Oh, okay. I and replaced so its roll it. with a natural one. So automatically fails. So you, wow. you feel your body loosen in okay. the weight of the armor. You know, your muscles were tight because of the spell, and suddenly the weight of the armor, you're holding it up. You just have to say that before he, like, Yeah, I can't, I can't, like, see a bad roll and be like, no, actually, I want to use this. Yeah. Like, Got I have it. to you say have to it beforehand. Like, you jerk. Okay. But... Cool. So but when I roll free. like a really low number, that's basically like, okay, some point today I can make somebody fail a saving throw. Got it. That's Yay. cool. Because um, if it's high, you can help. If you're low, yeah, you yeah, can I got hurt. a really good spread today. I got an yeah. 18 and a one. That's so really I, I basically good. had a success yeah. and a failure that's, that's in my awesome. pocket. Yeah, it's a really cool feature. Um, so yeah, you see that, and you can tell uh, from. I mean, it was a little bit of damage on it, but you see it suddenly, like it kind of look around, and, and instantly your companion's freed. Anything else on your turn? Uh, let's that see. That's my movement and action, and I don't have an appropriate bonus action, so okay. I'm done. Arlo, Light Raid, you are up, and then Drake on deck. Okay, so since I am close to these baddies right here, I yeah, go yeah. ahead and move. How far away am I right now? Right now, you are 10 feet from 10 up feet? above. Okay, well, I'm not going to move then because I have a 10 foot reach with mm -hmm. my. Spear, pike, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to call it spear. And so I am going to go ahead and um, jab it. at it. You jab it. <laughs> you go ahead and poke okay. it, girl. Um, that is a 20. Not natural, though? Not natural. Okay, that hits. Roll damage. That's your second 12 yeah. damage. Mm -hmm. I've been noticing when she drops her dice, she just kind of like... <laughs> oh, it was a natural 20. It's uh, weird. Oops. <laughs> anything else on your turn? Uh, oh, I can't do anything else, can I? Bonus action, but you don't really have anything? Yeah, I just have... Well, just so I know can, what it is. Can anything? you still move? No. Can you still move? No. Like, yeah. she doesn't move. Yeah, you can, so you can do it so any order you want. Closer to the other one. You can attack and then move, or you can move then attack. Okay. You can do attack, so move, bonus action. So when it says second wind, I just have a question. When it says second wind, you, it says you can use a bonus action to regain HP. So that would just be like after, like the after fight. combat or in combat. Okay, if you're low on if HP. It's going on a long time, yeah, you yeah could. but the number of times you can use it is limited. Is once per short rest. That's right. what it says. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Later you'll sure get more uses. Okay. That's as you level up. All right, so I'm going to go ahead, since I hit that one, I'm going to kind of move closer in between the two to back up Funkin. Yeah. Now, uh, a thing to know is when you're within melee range, like uh -huh. five feet of another creature, yes. if you leave without disengaging somehow, um, which you need a special feature or you have to take an action to do, Okay. Uh, they have the option to use their, you get a reaction once around. They can oh, okay. use theirs to make an attack they at you as you do go. Their reaction on it's me. called an opportunity attack. Yep. Got it. Okay. So I wouldn't want to move. Oh, well, I'm 10 perfect. feet from him. Then you're Thank fine. You. Then I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, it's just something to be aware of. It. It's a okay. major melee yes. mechanic. So if you're five feet, you can't leave without them. Okay. So, so yeah. You want to move? Yeah, I'm going to move kind of in between the two of them, just between. Like here? Yeah, to back up Fonkin. Okay. So not leaving your uh, strikes. Your underling behind. Okay, yes. very nice. Uh, Drake, you are up. Kevward on deck. 
Okay, well, with my blade song activated, I get an extra 10 feet of movement for a total of 40 now. Oh, and a higher AC. Wow. That's right. And my AC goes up. So basically, I want to come up here and. You're a wizard? Great. Get on that side. Uh, okay, now you would bowl. be jump. So that's a raised up deck. You see how there's stairs? Right, right. So it would use. Um, you can I'm, jump I'm, down and kind of step down the boat okay, too, yeah. and well, onto the barrels. Yeah, I think that's high do. enough because there's barrels and stuff. Yeah, I would say that's fine. So you were here. Yeah, give or take. That would be thirty feet. Okay, that's fine. And then I will do a little flourish and ha. Okay. And roll the hit. Swing with my rapier. Natural thirteens for an eighteen. Eighteen does hit. Roll damage. Right. For nine, wow, uh, nine piercing damage. So you would attack this one, he attacked that one. Okay. okay. I'm just keeping track of our HP. Okay, uh, anything else on your turn? Um, no, that's it. I'm just going to uh, try to take some pressure off uh, our new little paladin friend there. And, you know, that's still me in between anything that could come at Orin. Perfect. Uh, Kevward, you're up honking on deck. Alright. Kevward's going to rush to the one that Drake just attacked and try to chop it in half. Nice. Um, okay. So he moves. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, no. Look at this shit right here. What is it? Is it a one two. again? It's a natural two. Stop. He's better. Uh, okay. So Kevward just kind of. Why change? Like, why change? Why change? So he, uh, yeah, he takes a strike, misses. Um, right. He has not how, taken damage. So how much movement but did he use to get there, and where is uh, he specifically? Fifteen feet. You're on the stairs, on the bottom of the stairs. So, but I'm in melee with the other one. Uh, yes. All right. Am I able to rotate around to the aft side of that? Like right here. Mob, or like here? There. Uh, yeah, because these are small creatures, so you can. Okay, he'll stay in melee with it right there. Perfect. I will say, rotating through this one would give that an opportunity to attack. Then I will not do that. Okay. Do you want to... There is fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so that's Kevward, Fonk, and... Kev. And then Bad. So, we've been attacking this one to the right. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to keep on that one to the right. I bring my maul, and when I bring it, I bring it up from the bottom and up. And then as I'm coming down, I give it a nice hit on the head. Okay. Okay. Roll the hit. D20. Fourteen. Um, plus three, so seventeen again. That hits. Roll damage for me. That's it. What, two D6? Yeah. Ooh. Plus your what? Eight. One? Oh, that's right. Plus one, so nine. Nine, and you are attacking this one? Yes. Uh... Does he get to kill it again? No, it's really close, so... Um... So you slam down, but it's looking really hurt again. Yeah. I mean, it's one eye is bruised and closed, and there's a gash across it. Um, anything else on your turn? Um, oh, wait, I can move. You can, but you would move out of combat with one of them if you did. Like okay, eight. no, then I'll stay. I'll stay where I'm at. Okay. Uh, so bad two is going to give a hiss, and then you see um, appearing. Can I get a spiritual weapon, please? Uh, just a D2. Uh, yeah, that works. Let's do one of those. 
so if you can just put that um, right in front of uh, you, actually. In front of me? Ooh. Or sorry, let me look at the distance for uh, spiritual weapon. I don't want to send it too far. Is it 30 or 60 feet? Is it 60? Uh, it might be 40. It's That's where I, I wasn't... It's 60 feet, so... Um, and you moved up 15 feet, so that'd make you 60 feet from it. So it's going to do it, actually, at the, the wizard that attacked it, so... That's fair. So can you... Yeah, just so... <laughs> Okay, and then, so, okay, so it's going to make a strike at you. Um, so many books. That's where D&D Beyond is awesome. Very but much so. I need a device. Um, so it's spell modifier, plus four, uh, 16 to hit. Uh, shield. Oh, you took shield. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I see it incoming. I hold my staff up, and there's a flash of light mm -hmm. uh, that deflects the spell, and the air around me continues to sort of shimmer. So you see a large spectral trident appear. Strike at him. That appears to block it, but it stays in place. Um, and that's its turn. Um, so we are up to Caesar, who's going to move jump over the deck very heroically land on the small rowboat and then uh take a strike at long long braid there what not you the blue creature not light braid long braid uh, that will hit with a natural 15 um with uh three damage Uh, that's its turn. The baddies are up. Okay, there there are a lot of them. You see coming out. More? Yeah. Are we close to the dock at all? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm keeping track of the amount of rounds. Don't worry. I'm not going to pick it up. But you're laying me <laughs> off. These things keep coming. <laughs> Might as well start running. Uh, so those ones that just came on climb over the deck. That's their turn. That's with a dash. And then the ones that are in combat with you, plus, can you slide? There you go. What? Yep. Okay. So attacks ag against uh, Light Braid. One natural 20. Uh, so you're going to take 10 damage. Then the uh, attack against Bonkin, uh, 16, misses. Drake, uh, misses because of the Blade Song. And that's all of them. Um, Oren, you are up. Arlo on deck. Okay, you said the middle of the ship is higher than the area I No, am? no, it's lower. Lower. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You were up on the, and then it that, lowered. That's what I thought. Yeah. I, I misunderstood you talking to somebody else. Um, let's see. I want to try to vault through the spiritual weapon space. I'm trying to get within 30 feet of the caster at the other end. 30 of the feet? Yeah. You can with your movement. Uh, um, full movement, you would get there. Okay, that's what I would like to do. If I, and spiritual if I, weapons do not get opportunity to pass. Right. So. Uh, if I can do it without passing within you would melee get right of anyone there. else, I would like to do that. You'd be five feet. You'd be in melee with it, 
but not okay. out of melee, so you won't get an opportunity to attack <coughs> if you want to do that. Okay. Um. Or you could jump over the side and swim. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> My strength score. Um. Okay. Uh, what's the width? How far away is this guy from me? From right there? From my current position. Uh, 20 feet? 15 feet? 15, 20 feet? The difference matters. 15 feet. 15? Yeah. Um, He's the, yeah, it's 15 feet in between. Okay. Um, would I be able to create a cone effect that includes oh. these three, but not you my can. allies? You can, absolutely. Uh, uh, how far is the stretch of the cone? Is it a 15 uh, foot? It's or? a 15 foot cone. Um, so if you faced it like that, honestly, you could have moved five feet. Or no, you would have to. Yeah, you can get him. I'd say, yep. Okay. Well, I mean, I can stop, do it, and then keep moving. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, you can get all three of them from that position. So. Without hitting any of my elves. Mm -hmm. Just barely, but yeah. Uh, then I'm going to. Nope, didn't prepare burning hands. Never mind. I'm going to cast. Uh, <laughs> Hideous laughter at the spellcaster. Okay, that's that a is a wisdom, wisdom save against spell save DC uh, fourteen. Um, okay. Um, I want to lift it up to show. Let's uh, crack it. Oh, all right. Well, but that would have been great. That's that's how it goes. Um, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, Arlo, you are up. Drake on deck. <laughs> so cool. Okay. Um me making a shark laugh. I was trying to get him, or I could have made it fail. Yeah. Alright, so where am I? I am right there. I kind of go back to back with Fonkin, and share the same space as him, and I attack this one right here. The one you that, had before? Yeah, the one that we've Kay. been attacking. Go ahead and roll the hit. Fourteen hits. Okay. So it would be oh seven damage. Oh, only seven. <laughs> uh, would you like to flavor how you kill it? Oh yes, please. Since okay, so I'm back to back with Funkin, and I say, stand back, and I yeah, and just. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just, and uh. And spirit it. Oh yeah, you got horses, by the way. And spirit right up the jaw, up up its head, and then it falls over. It it is dead. Uh, very nice. Uh, any you can use your movement. You're not in <coughs> melee with anybody now. Um, so I'm going to. Who's this right here? That is Orin. Okay. Um, I am going to keep going towards. Where are you moving? I'm gonna. If you move run my past, like you can get in, you can use 15 feet and get right here without taking an opportunity. If you leave that, that will get to take a strike okay. at you. Okay. Yep. I'll, I'll go right there. Okay. Uh, so that is up to Drake and Kevward on deck. Maybe Kevward will hit. <laughs> Probably uh, not. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I, I balanced it to have Kevard in it, and he's done nothing. Yeah. yeah. I guess he's he been a meat shield. He hasn't even soaked a hit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just will continue to strike at that. The, the darker blue one? The darker one. Okay. Ooh, 21. That hits. Roll wow. some damage. And that will be another six piercing How damage. would you like to flavor it for me? Uh, well... Drake is all about precision with his blade work, so he just straight through the, the larynx and then sweeps it back out. Beautiful. And I will... Uh, that one's off the board. Then turn my attention to the bastard that just popped up on deck, and actually, um, I just want to swing around to where I'm okay. like that. So staying in melee with you. Okay. Exactly. Very nice. Uh, Kev words up, Falcon on deck. See which figure is Kevard, the robed person. Uh, uh, the tall, like knight looking. Yeah. One. Got it. Um, has anyone hit either of these two in front of him? No. Okay, then he's just gonna rotate around the dwarf in front of him, and come up to the the nearest figure there, the nearest okay. Sahagin. That one. Yep. And he's just gonna <laughs> make contact. Okay, this will probably at least connect. Let, let's see what is. <laughs> I'm just glad it's doing something. Fucking you know? man. Uh, seventeen to hit. Seventeen. Mm -hmm. That hits. Roll some damage. Third time's the charm. Now I get to roll a d12. I don't know if I've ever rolled a d12 in this game. Oh wow. Uh, so that is uh, twelve damage total. Oh. oh, plus two for rage, so fourteen. Okay, very nice. Um, that one's a little bit smaller. He actually, like, cleans it in half. Uh, so that one there is off the board in the center. Very nice. Um, Yay, he's made up for it a little bit. Does he have any more movement still? That would have only used 15 feet, so he's got 15. He's going to use the rest of his movement to go toward the spellcaster. Okay, so that would move right there. Like, blood is still dripping from his axe as he goes, ah! He's pissed he missed those two times. Like, getting, yeah. you know, <laughs> you get pissed when you're doing things and not successful. <laughs> uh, okay, very nice. If he missed again, he was just going to get mad and hurl the axe yeah. into the sea. <laughs> and you start get, punching. Give, up, give like, up the life of an adventure. I'm going to go farm. Like, yeah. Fuck this. Uh, Funkin, you are up. Them baddies. <laughs> All right. Funkin is going to come over and help because I've only got 25 feet. You're going to go. help Drake? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to help Drake. Yep. I'm going to ride up on that thing. You know, like grind it. And maul it? Yes. I'm make that strike. Yes, okay. D20 it up. 15. Do I add anything? Oh, don't I add three? Yep. yep. That hits. 18. The 15 yeah. alone would hit. But okay, 18. Yeah. Go ahead and roll damage. Double D6, yep. <laughs> oh. oh. 11. Plus one. Oh, plus one. That one has not taken any damage, right? Correct. Nope, not yet. You were just in melee, yep. but you didn't strike. Okay. Uh, very nice. That's awesome. 12 damage. Um, anything else on your turn? Um, how many feet did I use to get over there? 10. 10? Well, so wait, can I ask how much life it has left? Not exact, but you can see it's hurt. Okay, I mean, from so that strike, I mean. Hurt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so their hit points do not really count. Okay, so essentially when I hit him, I actually knocked him down. And I decided to help him back up so someone else can whack him. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm 
That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like, like animals, you so you're like, I'm only attacking yeah. you because you're attacking me. All right, so then I will just stay there because I'm, I'm there to finish the job. Uh, so it is the spellcaster's turn. Um, now that the important dice are off the board. Uh, first, it's going to move its spiritual weapon, what, 30 feet on each turn? Or 20 feet. Uh, so... Let's, so what does that do it would go exactly? To here. What, the spiritual weapon? Yeah. It's a concentration spell that's like a large weapon that's magical um, that you can make a strike with as a bonus action. Okay. Yeah, you cast it and this like spectral weapon remains active for okay, a while. So it's going to make a strike. Turn, you can make an attack. Uh, so natural can 18. And so, mm -hmm. so Caesar's gonna take. That's six. That's eight. So nine. Caesar is looking rough. Um, oh no. Well, he should have been faster about getting us on the boat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> so, he could have stepped within, it up. Uh, and then riddles. on its turn, that yeah. was a bonus action. Um. Yeah, you don't hire anyone for anything, apparently, and I can't <laughs> heal you, so... Um, it's going to... That's kind of a waste of that spell slot, so I'm going to hold it. Um, let's do uh, a Guiding Bolt at... Uh, most immediate threat would be Kevard. So, because it's the closest and big creature. So, Kevard, uh, Guiding Bolt uh, to hit, or is it a spiritual... Uh, it's a roll to roll. hit, yeah. Uh, 14 plus 3, 17. Um, that will hit. Okay. And then let me find what we're getting our... Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty heavy blow. It's, yeah. <coughs> uh, Guiding Bolt, 4d6. <laughs> I mean, has he taken any damage, though? No. Yeah. And he's raised. Couldn't drop him, so. <laughs> oh, take a peek at this. That's uh, 18. Oh, 18 oh radiant damage. Ooh, Those are the skull dice I ordered from the UK, and they've been fire ever since. Is that British flavor? <laughs> <laughs> that that took out almost all that he had. Wow. And uh, and the Poor next Kevard. attack against Kevward has advantage. Yes. It so, uh, can you somebody put a uh, Guiding Bolt ring on him? Uh, I think we have one for Guiding Bolt. If not, just advantage or something. Remind well, me. Let's put whatever the first thing I find. That works. Just like that. Let's do it like that. Yeah. So that is Guiding Bolt on him for for one round? Uh, one round, yes. Yeah, so the next. Uh, so this light, this kind of like bluish sea-colored uh, light appears on it. Uh, that's its turn. Caesar's gonna turn with his rapier, and he's looking like, I mean, just instant drained from that spiritual weapon hit. He was on the other side, actually, so he's going to uh, run. 30. And then, uh, or he would have come at this one, actually. Uh, and he's gonna make a strike. Uh, and that will hit. Um, Uh, seven. So that one drops from Caesar. Nice. All right. Um, Caesar, now all the baddies. So this one's going to move up. Or that's the opening. What? 
used uh, dash. Uh, so it can't make an attack, but the one can make an attack against... Uh, who would it attack against? Probably Sazer, because it saw it strike its ally. Uh, but misses with a three. So that's the baddie's turn. Or, sorry, this one can attack the other deck hand. Sazer's last hand. Uh, with... So that hits. Um, if it rolls more than one, that guy's dead. A six. So that deckhand dies. Theodore. You <laughs> <laughs> really oh, got to know him. Well. Yeah. Or in your like, uh, we me. might be Theodore gaining a ship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> our uh, Orin, you are up. Arlo on deck. Uh, Orin's gonna cast Firebolt at the spellcaster. Firebolt. Roll to hit. Fourteen. So that'll be a dirty twenty to hit. That hits. Uh, uh, three fire damage. Okay. Uh, and Orin's gonna back up just. Can you yeah. move me just over the edge? Like right here the... or here? Yeah, well, like up. So that would take all your movement. Okay, that's just fine. to climb over, yeah. Yeah, that's that's where. Actually, no, I want to stay on the lower. Just portion. on top of the boat. Yeah. The little rowboat. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll duck into the rowboat. That'll give you a half cover then. Cool. If you do that. Nice. Uh, that is. Don't forget you have turn. an inspiration dice if you want to use it. That's true. Yeah. Um. And that's your turn. That's my turn. Arlo, you are up. Drake on deck. The little silver one. You're within like 10 feet of the guy that's yep. next to. Yes, you are. Oh, what? Oh, 10 say feet that's to this. Oh, that and one. And 10 feet of this, actually. Yeah. Okay. So well, I'm going to go ahead them. and try to attack the one that's in the. Mi Have either of them been attacked already? <clears throat> Not yet, no. No. Okay. Well, the one to. Closest to Drake? Yes. Like this one? The middle one. Yep. I'm okay. going to try and attack it. Roll the hit. That's a, that's a 15. That hits. Okay. And so... Uh, and at this point, the deck is kind of covered in dead bodies. Of these sharks and two humanoids. It's 10 humanoids. damage. Uh, 10 damage? Uh-huh. Nice. Okay. Um, so, and I just stab it through the back. Through the butt. Because you're low. <laughs> uh... Drake, you are up. Kevward on deck. <laughs> so I'm pretty much in melee with both of those, correct? Uh, so seeing that Cesar is severely fucked up, I'm going to focus my attack on that guy. You got it. He makes that roll. Oh, that was close. You saw it was like yeah. tipping. Uh, probably still hits. 14 to hit. 14 hits. Part of me was like, just take the natural 20. It was basically it. It was 10 to 19. Six piercing has been my number today. Six? Six total? Six total, yep. And that was against the one not attacked yet? Correct. Okay. Anything else in your turn? Right here, ugly. Come get some. 
<laughs> Basically trying to yeah, keep distracted. Yeah, yeah, I got you. And uh, yes, that can turn. come into play, actually. Um, Kevward, you are up bonking on deck. Can Kevward make it to the spellcaster? Uh, he can. All right, he's charging <laughs> forward. He can he's just barely. Put, uh, he's gonna put his foot on like the second step of that and like, then just launch. Yeah. The rest of the way. Um, Literally like uh, anime, like. Yeah, like there's there's like a streaks. A, <laughs> the, the the screen gets split by yeah. like light and there's like line effects. Um, and that's not terrible. What's his to hit? Oh, it's plus five, so that's an 18 to hit. That hits, yeah. All right. So we went from what? A one and a two to then a 12 and a 13. You ain't playing. Uh, that is <laughs> nine uh, Very nice. slashing damage. Okay. Very nice. Actually, no, it's uh, 11. 11. I keep forgetting about rage. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else? That is it for him this turn. Okay. Bonkin, <laughs> you're up, and then the baddie. <clears throat> okay, so then I'm just gonna move over, just a smidge. Is that far enough? I move to start striking this one. So then I guess I roll my d20. Yep. It's an eleven. So fourteen. Fourteen hits. Hits. Okay. on which one on this the one right that actually takes it out very nice okay so as I so as I go to take it out I call it close act like I'm going in for a kiss and then right there I just smash it with the maw that way it's done and then I blow it a kiss as it falls over bada bing bada boom I like it thank you uh anything else on your turn um how many, well, I, how far did I really move? Maybe five feet, ten feet? Yeah, you just like rotate it around, yeah. right? Yeah. So then I would like to move over. I would like, so how far can I go with, with you can go the 25. So is that like five? Yeah, usually you have a grid that shows you how far, ten. but uh, yeah, Andrew's kind of. You're going for this guy? Yeah. You don't want to stay up here? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you can go, go wherever you want. Go for that one. Yeah, you want this, you can get to like right here. Okay. Full movement. Or you have 25. 25. So, right there. Okay, perfect. So then I move over there, because I'm going to try to attack the guy at the front of the ship, so we can kind of do a Titanic scene together. Okay. Um, and that's your turn? That's it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need Kevward and Oren to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. You guys are in a line. Oh, snap. Wow. Long line. Oh, yeah. 100 foot. Orange, orange, Kevward's clear. Mm -hmm. uh, they're both a natural 17. Wow. Okay, so you guys will take half damage. This is lightning bolts. You see a streak of flash of lightning come out. This is kind of a last-ditch effort to save itself. I don't suppose that a raging barbarian resists lightning damage. Uh, unfortunately not. So that is 8d6. You know, being angry doesn't make you better against electricity. That's how it is in real life. <laughs> How much damage? I'm sorry. Eight d6, but you're gonna take half. So. Oh, okay then. Uh, only eight. Damn, you're right. Holy. Okay, heck. so that's it's a lot of low numbers at least. 
Um, you can look at it if you want. Uh, 19 halved, so you'll take 9. 9. 9 lightning damage. Kevwart's down. I was really hoping for more damage than that. Also, the deck in that area ignites in flames. And then we're so, in... Uh, do so, we have any whole, fire? so this whole right side, is that what you're saying? Yeah, this like whole, streak whole streak up this ship is on fire. Okay. Well, there goes our idea of taking the ship. Oh. Not necessarily. <laughs> It's, I mean, made to withstand some stuff. It had Guiding Bolt on it, too, but it wasn't a, an attack. Um, okay, uh, that's its turn, and nothing else it can do. Um, and you took the nine lightning damage? Mm -hmm. Is there anything else? No, okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure. Um, that's its turn. Caesar sees it and goes, What the hell? And uh, he's going to make a strike at this guy real quick um, with his rapier. Kind of similar fashion, like slice back at it. Uh, that's going to hit. Take him down. Uh, he does, actually. He rolled six plus three, so that's uh, nine damage. So he slices similar fashion, just the head clean off, and then uh, books it. Caesar keeps stealing our kills. We're going to have to kill him. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have any hand. Well, we're a good party, though. Yeah. Okay. He accidentally falls off the ship. <laughs> a good part. We are murder hopes. <laughs> uh, that is the baddies. Now it is the other baddie, which is there's only one left. It's gonna see it and go blah, 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 and jump off the deck, afraid. So, but this guy's still oh, on there. Oh, spiritual weapon. I didn't use the bonus action. Too bad. Too bad. Too, Too late. Bad. <laughs> I do it on you guys if you forget. So I forgot. But we Might still have, have this main guy. We have this main guy still. Yep, the just the main guy. Okay. Um, so that is. Uh, Orin, you're up. Light braid on deck. Yeah, Orin's going to cast another fireball. Okay. I'm so stupid. He would have jumped over. Uh... Yeah, I'm not going to use it for that. Uh, that's 11 to hit. That misses, unfortunately. All right. Uh, then I just duck back down in the boat. Okay. Um, Arlo. Oh, you were prone. You would have had disadvantage on your dexterity save. Well, you I didn't say I was dropping prone. Oh, you're no, he ducking. Was, he was ducking. I wouldn't have dropped. Prone. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you had been like you have to drop prone, I'd have been like, no, thank Never you. Never mind. Gotcha. Arlo, you are up. Drake. Okay, on I'm deck. gonna try and move as close as I can. Okay. Which, can I get there? You within cannot. You can get to where Kevward, like behind Kevward. That oh, you have ten foot reach. Yeah, that's can. what I'm saying. You can get. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. You would have to dash to get up on him. And then you wouldn't have your action remaining no. to yeah. use to attack. You can. But I could be right there. Well, I guess if he did an, if he did something. He could just it's up go to you. Me. It's your turn. Mm -hmm. I'll just I'll stay right there I'll and hide stay. behind hide behind Kevward's body, <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't see me. So you're like ducking, but yep. you're little, so you actually that's what I'm saying. You can I'm do little, that. So um, you can use your stay. action to uh, do a stealth, even though it saw you do it. it. You have an ability as a small creature to hide behind creatures that are one size larger than you. Gotcha. Right now. Well, that's what so. is that not what I've okay? You I'll can you can roll a stealth and see if he 
doesn't notice you. That I hid behind Tedward? Yeah. Okay, how would I do that? I mean, that? you were running up with a spear, but... <laughs> I mean, you could... You know, it might just not be able to pinpoint her. Yeah, because yeah, I have go a ahead, go ahead and roll a d20 and add your stealth. Okay. Uh, the six plus... You get advantage, though. Okay. Or, sorry, the DC will just be... What is stealth? It's a skill. You're using your whole action, whatever. That's a natural 20. Yes. <laughs> uh, you're hidden. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you have full cover Kay. from Kevward's body. So if he attacks Kevward's body, you're just letting Kevward die instead. Uh, Drake, you're up Kevward on deck. Okay, so... Um, so I, he's still one same thing, one of those shark-like creatures, right? Yeah, this one seems different, though, obviously, casting spells. Their symptoms. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So then again, uh, you see uh, Drake kind of doing a little flourish, and he's holding his rapier kind of behind him now. He has that orb or that uh, diamond back in his hand, and you hear him exclaim, Elding Measure! And I will upcast Chromatic Orb to second level. Wow, okay. Can you reach? 90 feet. Wow. 90, but. So this is a raised Oh, it's raised? Here. Oh, okay. Well, I And, have... like, he's behind... Because you see there's stairs. Oh, that, gotcha, So gotcha. he's kind of behind it. So anyone trying to cast spells or anything ranged would not hit from there. The okay. only reason he's been able to because he had direct line of sight. Right. Okay, so I have 40 feet of movement. You could move like that and see him. Okay. Do that? Yeah. Go ahead. And that still puts me in between him and... You got it. I just wanted to make sure... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's... I didn't know that. It would have been cool if we had a full physical Natural gym. 19. That hits. Plus 7. So yes, that would be 4d8 of lightning damage. Oh Pretty close. Unless you roll 9, balls. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 lightning damage. Only 14? Yes, only 14. Uh, only 14. <laughs> uh, he's looking real rough. Uh, so close. But he is just up. Damn it. Anything else on your turn? I just take my rapier back out and just hold it in front of me like that, you know, kind of like, come at me, bro. Uh, Kevward. Death saving throw. So when you get, uh, knocked unconscious. That's a fail. Uh, so he has one, if you get three fails or three success, so if you get three fails, you're dead. What, what does a fail or success mean? Uh, you roll a, a d20. Mm -hmm. It's what, ten and below? Ten and above saves. Ten and above, so nine, nine and below fails. I always forget which were. So uh, you get you, three? Yeah, so when, when you go to zero hit points, you start on your turn, instead of getting to do anything, you make what's called a death saving throw. Mm -hmm. uh, if you get three successes, you stabilize. You don't get any hit points, you don't gain consciousness again, but you're no longer at risk of dying. Got it. Uh, if you get three failures, you die. Um, and uh, there are special rules for if you roll like a natural 20, but it's yeah. not really worth going into. Gotcha. Yeah. We'll, know, we'll tell you if it happens. Okay. Yeah. Um, that is Kevward's turn. Falcon <coughs> on deck. Oh. And then the bad boy. <coughs> well, there's really nobody left up to bat. You can try and move towards it. So that's what I was... Uh, yeah, so I'll move as far... 50 feet if you dash. You can use your action to dash, which gives you another full amount of movement. Oh. So you won't be able so to hit anything. 5, 10, 15, 20, okay, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. So okay, you, perfect. 
Um, so let's use your action. You have no bonus action or anything you can really do no. right now. Nope, so you can it. when you get higher levels. So okay. it it gets to where like that single round or single turn takes way longer the higher level you get. Um, so that's Fonkin. Uh, the bad boy's on deck. Uh, seeing this, he's gonna and jump off the deck. Oh, the hell he is. Anything else you're gonna do? Not right now. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna jump off and. He wussed out? I mean, he has one HP, so he's pretty, like, I'm going to try and survive. One. Oh, did I say I rolled 14? It was yeah, really yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, are you guys going to attempt try and go after him into the water? No, because I'm, I'm pretty sure I Or maybe try and strike, I mean. Is it someone that has strength that would be good at it, right? My, my turn is next, right? Uh, it, your turn is next. It's only about, or Can I spot it? Swimming. Can I see it? It has 40 feet of swimming, so it took five feet to jump over, so it gets 35 feet into the water deep. So you could, or it's nighttime. I would say if you do an attack roll, it would be disadvantage, but you can attempt to attack it. I mean, I might as well fire a firebolt after it. So you see Orin, what's 120 feet for? 120 feet, So yeah. you even just like run and kind of peek over and see it swimming down, and you uh, attempt and to cast some Levent for I'm going to burn my inspiration point to make it a Ten, unfortunately, ten does miss. Um, you actually see from that fire though that it erupts beside it. Um, it, it, it only missed by a few feet. Ten, but it, it lights it up enough to where you see quite a few others of those creatures kind of swimming to it, and in the same direction it's going. We've got to get away from the water. Where, where, where are the dock dock hands? Are, is there not guards here? Somebody, can, can anybody? Does anybody know how to sail a ship? I can, but I gotta help my people. I can. I know how. Arlo, light braid? Take the wheel. I'll get the sails. And he begins to, uh, you! And somebody help that big guy. <laughs> so he starts putting the sails down to get moving again. Um, you help him? Yes, sir. Have you any talent with healing? I do. <laughs> you have a you have a pool of uh, healing energy called Lay on Hands. You can oh, use yeah. an action to just choose how many points out of that pool you want to give another creature. Would that uh, be a spell or a? Uh, it's, it's just, just an, an ability. ability that paladins have. It, it'll be on your features and traits tab. Oh, there you go. Um, and what's it called? Uh, lay on Lay on Hands. hands. Uh, and one good thing about that is all that it takes to revive an unconscious character is one hit point of healing. Um, okay. So you can, you can bring somebody up and get them back in the fight, even if you only have, like, one point left. Um, so the main drawbacks are obvious, obviously you can run out of that, and you also have to be standing. Oh, How many do, do they get? Uh, it they depends. Get it's five points per level. So at level oh, okay. three, you you'll have 15 damage, points. So. Gotcha. So you have 15 points of it that you can... I need to find it. Congratulations, you guys are out of combat. Um, the deck is on fire on one side, um, which you want to put that out as quick as possible because the sails will ignite. Um, but you guys are slowly beginning to start moving as the wind is catching. Uh, so how big are the fires? Um, it's not huge it's yet, side, uh, right? but it's about... 40 feet worth of deck. So the spell, um... Or sorry, 50 feet. 
The spell Prestidigitation mm -hmm. gives me the ability to instantaneously snuff out a small campfire. Would I be able to like spend a few minutes like working on that? Yeah, I would say it would take roughly two minutes. Okay, Orin begins immediately working on that. Kind of looking at the biggest areas, doing those first, I uh, imagine. Well, actually, the smallest ones, because those are the ones I'll be able to do quickly before gotcha. they go out. Okay. Um, so you do that, start containing the fire. You're. I run to the. So you run. <laughs> grab the to wheel. The wheel of the ship. Um, this and guy's try dead. and see what I can see, like how Caesar close we are to something. Caesar runs to the sails right here. Drake went and helped with the sails. What did you do? You're putting out fire. Well, you, you're healing. You're healing Kevlar. Oh, you're healing yeah. Kevlar. Yeah. That's right. Healing him. Um, um, and then this guy's down too. How yeah. many um, hit points you giving him? We'll see. Where would I find that? It go to. Um, it should be on your features and traits yeah. tab. Um, and even for best. actions, it might have it underneath, like. It or could also right, be under action. Yeah, I think yeah. it has on both, actually. Oh, laying on of hands. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I have 15, so now sub subtract one. At least well, one. I mean, or however, however many you want to give him. So wait, how much, what does it give him? It's Just one HP, one HP to every one that you give away. It doesn't take it's, away yeah, from it's, your it's HP. It's direct healing. It comes out of that pool, so you'll have to take a rest before so that replenishes. So it doesn't, like, make you any weaker, it's just that All right, well, let's give him five. Okay. He wasn't always nice to us. So we're going to give him five. So Kevlar wakes up. And yeah. uh, gets a little bit of healing. Uh, you guys begin to move forward towards the city, and you you see multiple from that fire that's on the deck now. You see three, four, five of those uh, steam-powered rowboats, and one of them looks like it's got a big like water tank on it, like a big barrel. Was it um, yeah, I mean it was a good bit away. They were coming once they saw lightning strikes and fire erupt. When I see people coming, I'm going to cast Disguise Self on okay. myself. Uh, I'm just going to appear as like a human version. I was version, hoping you would forget. Like a, like a human version of Orin, yeah. just dressed in like typical sailor, like deckhand garb. Okay. Uh, that, something that wouldn't look out of place. In Your Disguise Self still up? It's well, been that's what I was going to ask. So I cast it at half an hour out. It lasts an hour. I would say you have about 20 minutes left of it. Okay. Um... You three, what are you doing? The big Goliath, the gnome, and the halfling. I am going to cast Minor Illusion and make myself into a chair. Okay, like just on the deck, kind of just up against on the, the deck. It's just a chair. That actually isn't how Minor Illusion works, unfortunately. It only lasts a certain amount of time, <laughs> like one round. So Minor Illusion lets you create an image or a sound yep. within a five-foot cube. Yeah. Uh, and if it's a big enough thing that you can conceal yourself inside it, I see what you're then saying. you can go into it. Um, but if you wanted to make yourself seem to be something else, you'd have to use... There's other spells for that. Yeah, okay. But um, that hole is still open. You guys could go jump back in the hole. Okay, so then I'm going to journey back, try to make it to the hole. So does that mean I can only go the 25? No, I mean, they're they're at least 30 seconds to a minute out. So you guys would have time if that's what you want to do. It's just who's going to take the wheel. Is there anything thing. around the wheel that I can, since I'm smaller, that I can still keep an eye yeah. on the ship but hide myself? You can attempt to. Yeah. There, there are some, there's a couple barrels behind it. Okay, I'm going to try and do that. Okay, you're hiding in a barrel. Uh, with a lid on it, and you're just gonna like pop out to try and steer at times. Yeah. How from you're very small, and it's like ten feet. No, from I was just I'm not in a barrel, but just kind of behind, just kind of to hide myself. If they do come on board, I can just hide. Okay. But if something happens, I could take the wheel if I needed to. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, Kevward, what would you like Kevward to do since you're running his character, I guess? Um, well, he just gained consciousness, so he's probably pretty focused on that. Um, I guess just whatever he can that's helpful to try and put the fires out, I suppose. Okay. Um, so he begins to try and help put the fires out. Orin, passive perception. You notice the boats at this point. Um, that's when you change. Um, he ran into that. Can we go? Can it, could, uh, well, what, what's, uh, Cesar doing now that we got the sails and everything up? Uh, so the sails are up. He's running to look to his companions. Jonathan was his name, I think Jonathan. you guys decided. Um, at the front of the boat. Theodore. Theodore. Theodore was his name. And Simon. And Simon, <laughs> yeah. Alvin's missing. It's true. Um... Arlo, um, is there any way that you can help me fake steering the ship? You know, that way, you know, you can hide when you need to. Ooh, like share the same space as you? Is that what you're saying? No, I think he's saying, like, hide behind the barrel and just be like, no, steer this way. Or yeah. Oh, okay, like talk to you. And yes. Yep, yep. Just so there's no other suspicion. I don't know, I mean, maybe you, you would appear to be a kid to them. I don't know, this... I don't know the fingerlings. Yeah, let's do that. Well, because I can't share the same space, so could I hide under his cloak and be telling him what to do, but, like, they not see it? Like You could surely attempt to. How large is your cloak? <laughs> well, I'm... I mean, it's just, you know... To his ankles. Yeah. What do you have on <laughs> under the cloak? Play your card. <laughs> We're right. all about to learn. <laughs> <laughs> So you can hide behind those barrels, uh-huh. in those barrels, uh-huh. or attempt to hide under his cloak, a skinny elf. Could be. Okay. Do you want to try How and climb in his like sh- under his shirt well, to what be like a big take belly? One of these barrels, just empty out the contents real quick. Just you put jump it in you. and put it beside you. Okay. Never yeah, picked up a barrel. That. You can't really do it that quick. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> I mean, if you want to bring physics, uh, and luckily stuff she's and really strong. She helps him lift yep. it and like dumps out, and and Caesar goes, "What did I do?" Okay, we'll do that. And he's just like all over the place because two of his allies are dead and you guys didn't even attempt to heal him. <laughs> uh, I mean, we only saved his... Again, maybe if he ta- hadn't taken six hours <laughs> making us load our own things onto his ship, we would have been more concerned about, about saving his dead horse. But seeing as they've proven so useless to us already... He got you in. Uh, at that point, so hidden, hidden, disguised... Uh, is Kepward staying out? Um, oh, that's can right. He he was, crawl, um, can he would... crawl back into the hole because he's exhausted? He or? can. I mean, he could have gotten up. Yeah, if we, if we can cover him in, in the original hiding place. We yeah, do that. so you guys do that. And Fong can I'm not going to penalize you for a player who's not here. So, right. um, so you guys get in there, get the covering back on, and kind of throw one of the dead bodies over it. Um, and go about like still trying to put out the fire and put up the ruse. I mean, really trying to do it, but really to distract the people. And you see these boats come and like kind of like push up against it, kind of like tugboats in a way. And the one with the big barrel stays aback from it and starts spraying water. And you see the guy just cranking uh, on the side and water spraying out onto the fire. And between that and Orin, they see the the fire's out within 30 seconds. Um, and that's when you see. The, the similar one, Drake, with the yellow stripe down his um, climb up onto the deck, 
steps over and says, Fishing vessel, huh? I. You look new. Were you? I didn't see you in my uh, search of the ship. What was what was the name of the the cove that they were at? Jeremiah's Cove. Uh, Cesar here picked us up, onboarded us at Jeremiah's Cove. I. I hmm. Just outside the the boundaries of our nation. I suppose. Curious, why would they come attack a vessel such as this? Why are you asking me why a bunch of fish monsters came and attacked a vessel I just started working on? You're the fucking official here. Mm. Once you figure it out. It was, you know, are you attempting to intimidate? No, I'm just, just, okay. I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> okay. Um, he kind of doesn't res- he doesn't like it, but he almost respects it in a way. Like, the fact that you're willing to give a little bit of, like, pushback. Um, that you're not weak-spined. And he looks to Caesar and says, is all in order? Is there anything you need assistance with? Caesar, nah, we're, the ship's not on fire anymore. We'll, we'll dock and be out of your hair. And the guy looks back at him and says, I'll keep my eye on you. Well, right. friend, I mean, you could have kept a couple eyes when these fuckers were attacking us. Right. What kind of city just lets a bunch of fucking fish monsters hang out around the docks? Is this not your fucking responsibility? Two of my friends are dead. Where am I going to see compensation mm-hmm. for that? In the morning, come to my office, he says to Caesar. And you see dread come over Caesar's face. And he goes, <clears throat> Caesar then looks at you and says, Hush, stop. In the morning. And then the guy in the uniform walks away, climbs down the ladder. And then Caesar, after they're kind of away and start begin to like tug away, says, You had to keep going? Oh, I'm sorry, I was just trying to play the part. I was annoyed with a fool who was asking me questions about a situation that happened without my planning. You might have just probably not been because killed. of his own incompetence. They, they would kill. A merchant such as yourself uh, for something like that? Have you not been listening? They they enslave. I'm nothing to them, you know I'm human. That's... Uh, wow. I didn't realize that uh, the Fingerlands were that barbaric. That, I mean, that just doesn't make good business sense, you know, if you want to go with the bottom line, let alone, you know, a waste of life. That's how they do business here? They're so wealthy, they don't care about little merchants like me. Mm-hmm. Whatever. For that, I'm going to take I, you in to the docks, friend. and then I don't want to see you again. Yeah, the feeling is mutual. And uh, he's going to take the wheel and begin steering in. Uh, you guys make it into dock, and uh, when you get there, you see there are probably about six guards that are patrolling, but a few of them have their eyes just on the ship, the Sea Shepherd. Um, And you guys disembark, or sorry, what would you like to do? Um, Two of you are disguised. Well, at at that point, what's what's the time frame from... You're getting real close on yours. Okay, then I will just go ahead and cast Disguise Self another time. Okay. Um, So both of you are still to get disguised. You have about half hour for yours, 45 minutes even. Um... How would you lo- attempt to get off the ship? Um, so is the ship going to be unloading cargo? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so that's probably how we need to try and get our non-human, non-disguisable friends off of it. Okay. Um, Kevward's going to be the only one that's going to be difficult. Um, the other two are small, so I'd say the DC's much lower. But just to give you a heads up, like Kevward's going to be a little more difficult since he's a Goliath. Well, um, we've already got this one inside of a barrel. Mm-hmm. All right. Will this one fit inside the same barrel? Yes. Do you guys oh. know each other well enough to be comfortable with that kind Since of Since I couldn't be a chair, <laughs> I guess I will <laughs> hop in her barrel. You guys, uh, your spear won't fit. Okay. Unless you... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, remember... Wait, I'll say, way to ruin my surprise. Yes. And Falcon jumps in, impales himself on the spear. Yep. <laughs> Take one right in the butte. But anyways, I get in the barrel with my sergeant and just sit there quietly waiting to get off the ship. Right. We flip the barrel on its side and then roll it down the gangplank. <laughs> and you guys just... <laughs> uh, 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 uh. You both take one bludgeoning damage just from getting rolled. <laughs> um and get, uh, you guys roll it off onto the, like, uh, into, uh, like, an alley where it looks like you're offloading all your, your stuff mm-hmm. into. Um, and then all that's left are the horses and Kevward to unload. Alright. The horses are easy We'll, we'll throw Kevward in a, a barrel, too. I have a question. Isn't it... I don't think he'll fit in a barrel. Have you ever seen a barrel? <laughs> He's you know quite they big. they make large ones, right? They do, but this ship only has, like, smaller ones for, like, fish. Um, is there, can we, okay. is there any, like, tarps or stuff that we could throw over um, I have a question. Like a barrel? Or in a barrel. barrel. Oh. I'm just kidding. Well, isn't this where the slaves are? So could you pretend that Kevward is a slave? You could. And like have him like tied up on a horse or something and that way you could get a horse and Kevward in? And you do have papers for you three but not for them two. Just heads up. Yeah. Okay. Tied up behind a horse. Well, we'll just have Kevin. We'll make sure that his papers are in order, and we've got them on him, and we'll okay. have him help us with the unloading. Perfect. Um, that works. And I'll be really rude to him and treat him like trash. So okay. <laughs> uh, give a performance check with advantage because you're disguised and you're treating him badly. Uh, natural nineteen plus mm. okay three, so twenty-two for performance. Basically, they would have to roll a natural 20, and they didn't, so. Um, yeah, they, they they actually, they mock and laugh at you making fun of him. Um, and, and get in on it themselves a little bit, kind of like one of them throws a tomato that's half-eaten at him and hits him in his chest. You have to kind of calm You ought to be careful with my master's property. Oh, yeah? Who's your, lo- who's he belong to? You want to know, you can come read his papers like any fucking one else. And then I just keep on with my work. Alright, get a load of him. And then uh, he, he keeps walking, but he, he keeps an eye on you guys. Um, you guys unload the crates, get Kevward to kind of like carry, especially some of the bigger ones. Um, and Cesar says, Alright, my mentals, I don't want to see you again. I don't want you harmed, but it doesn't seem we mix well. Fair enough. You'll have to find another way back to where you're headed. Oh, try not to blame the next group you pick up for the profession you've chosen, friend. <laughs> I pop the little cork out of the side of the barrel and say, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, you guys are in the Fingerlands. You 
successfully survived some fish people. And uh, where would you like to head at this point? Well, we don't know anything about... You know, you were told about Simeon... Uh, Pollard. Gullard. Or Pollard. He is uh, the wealthy man that you're sold to or owned by. Well, uh, you were told about him. Jerry was supposed to find us as well. Yep. Uh, what were the instructions we were given for finding him? To go to a pub called the Stinky Fish, and he would okay. find you. So should um, we try and find You can him? go there or the, the master's house that you belong to. You can go to either one. It's your choice. I think, would oh. it be smarter to go to Jerry? Yeah, probably Jerry first. Yeah, because he's the contact. I feel like he'd be safer now that he's been confirmed. But a pub, there's going to be a lot of action. Plus, I'm already in a barrel. <laughs> Are we rolling the barrel along? You guys can decide how to get them across you the have town. To. I think I think I think the thing to do would be to find a place that's safe for the main group to stay. Then either Drake or myself, since we are able to disguise ourselves, go and find this um, Jerry, and hopefully he will have his shit more together than this Caesar fellow has. Um, then we'd have a stern work. since we're human now, I guess, should we... Well, it will depend on how quickly we can find. I, I have, um... I have the materials I need to disguise myself once more if I need. The same. I got, I got one more. Uh, looking at the map, um, you can attempt to ask the guard the location, or you can just walk around. How would you like yeah, to Is there anyone around who's not a part of, like, the government... Uh, it looks like there's some other fishers. Some other dock yeah, workers. Yeah, you guys are in this like location. Um, Caesar's on his ship. You guys are on this dock unloading. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's dead. Yep. Alright. <laughs> I, I want to. Is there like a group of dock workers that mm -hmm. looks local? Alright. I'll, I'll go and if I can find a group of them that's like struggling with something heavy, I'll like help them with it for a second first. Okay. Uh, and then like when I put it down, like say, hey lads, uh, what was the name of the. The stinky, stinky fish. fish. The stinky fish. Uh, I'm looking for a pub named the Stinky Fish. Uh, uh, the Stinky Fish? Yeah, indeed. it's just uh, down down the way. You just take uh, the alley here, and he points, and he goes, go about three three blocks up, and all, right on the, the the river there, you'll see it, and it's got a fish on a sign, and it says the Stinky Fish. Right. Thank thank you very much, sir. Uh, uh, you're welcome. Uh, what was listen, your name? Uh, Dave. Dave. Oh, perfect. Nice to meet you. Uh, I'm Buster. Listen, uh, I've offloaded some cargo over there. My, my brother's watching it, but um, uh, I, I worry that he may, you know, he's not so familiar with the area. If you get a chance yeah, he to looks look over, if you see any trouble heading his way, would you give the red-haired fellow over there a, a little bit of a heads up? Yeah, I, we can do that. You've been a nice chap. Um, I appreciate it. And maybe we'll meet you down at the pub for, for now. Oh, I do. I'll buy you a drink. Oh, he's a good guy. All right, uh, and I'll uh, go and relay to Drake. Would you like to stay here and keep an eye on everyone? Or should I go on my own? Um, that, that'd probably be the best to make sure that they're safe. Uh, I mean, we do have Kevin's papers. Um, I guess at worst, we could pass off ours as theirs, if need be, and you know, just act like it was a fuck up. Hopefully, yes. it won't come to that. So, uh, yes. Um, I mean, the I'll thing say to remember is neither of us would have any authority 
in our position anyway. There's a limit to how much we might be expected to pay, but we can play that to our advantage. So what, what do you say? Give or take, uh, give you about 10, 20 minutes, and then I message you. See Does that up? sound like a reasonable span of time? Basically? Yeah, I mean, they said it was only three blocks, so. Yes, it's only a, few, a few blocks away, and as soon as I find Jerry and arrange it, I'll be back. Uh, if you don't hear from me in three hours, uh, assume that something has happened and make arrangements on your end. Okay. Recall that uh, Barry did explain that Hive has some sewer tunnels that they transport people through, just because it was a few sessions ago. It's been a couple months, um, just so you guys are aware of it. Uh, and at that point, when you guys are having the conversation, you hear Buster say, Hey, Dave says he's going to buy us a pint. Uh, we'll go down to Stinky Fish in just a few minutes when we're done. And uh, that's when you start making your way. I'll say, uh, how are you on, on coin, brother? Uh, I'm a bit light. I should be able uh, to handle anything I come across today, though. What do you, what do you say? Uh, I've got ten gold. Ten gold? Uh, well, I, I still have quite a bit from, uh, you know, my city guard. Here's, uh... I think ten silver would be enough to spread around. Oh, I, I think I can I can buy drinks out okay. when I have it. Thank you. Um, all right, I'm gonna try to make my way to Stinky Fish. Uh. <laughs> Love it. So you make your way in the direction he said, and that's where we'll pick up next session. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. I was looking uh, kind of dreary there for a second. All those little fuckers coming up. <laughs> uh, you guys turned the tide really like if you hadn't it basically was I think the second and third round end of the second but into the third round if you hadn't killed a few of them more were gonna gonna keep coming even than what they did so it was once basically they have like this uh, sensory connection is what they have is what oh, okay. so they could tell when ones were dying so um, almost like uh, very good like Hornets and bees. And yeah, stuff in a way. Like, yeah. Wow. Um, and wizards are frustrating at low levels. Like yeah. you, you have to be so careful with your spell mm. slots, and so so many turns you just cast cantrips. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, well, that will do us for tonight. We'll see you in maybe two weeks, maybe four weeks. We'll let you know. Just follow us on uh, uh, Instagram or wherever your social media is, and you'll find out when we are doing it. But it will be a Sunday. So. Uh, we'll see you in a few weeks. Thank you.